Play us in, Jim. <laughs> oh, wow. John made Jim break. Usually Jim stares at John like a mental patient, but this time he giggled. So. Oh, wow. He didn't mentally yeah, prepare yeah. himself. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to look at what season this is. This is our 10th season? Oh my God. I'm going to say season 14. No, that's not 23. true. It's our two-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was our two-year anniversary. Yeah. So Because yeah, two years ago on Valentine's Day, the yeah. four of us were like, hey, we don't have anything else to do. Well, we didn't record it on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure we didn't it. was do released it. on Valentine's Day. It was released Day. on Valentine's Day. Same difference. For all the lovers out there. Oh, yeah. But now, the, I don't even know why I said that, because by the time you listen to this, Valentine's Day will be a week in the books. Yep, and you'll be it's broken up. It's already over. By the way, I was talking to my dad who's still in India and he said Valentine's Day is a huge thing there now. Like they have like signs up. They sell all the tchotchkes and such. Oh. And then Pakistan banned Valentine's Day. Because yeah. it's too commercial? Exactly. They want it to be about religion like it originally was. No. <laughs> yeah, the, the begin, like, yeah, the, the beginning of uh, Valentine's Day or the, the saint that it's uh, named after. It's, uh, saint Valencia. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a... No, I'm just kidding. It's Saint, Val- Saint Valentine. Sound, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Valencia, that's an orange. That's uh, still an un- unnamed guest. So. No one knows who you are at this point. You could do anything. You're an absolute mystery, mystery even though your mystery. name will be in the description of the episode. <laughs> but I always like to pretend that... Because I feel like sometimes they'll just go from episode to episode. So it's it's a mystery for a very small percentage of our audience, hmm. of our sizable audience. But it's the first episode of our new season. Uh, I was on vacation in India for a month and then... You know, life gets in the way. You kind of enjoy like not having to spend all your weekends editing. Then we have class and stuff. But we're back and thanks for sticking with us. If you're still subscribing to us, like if you didn't, I don't know how some people will be like, I haven't seen anything in two months, so yeah. I'm going to cancel my subscription. They thought you just stayed in India. Yeah. Well, a lot of people did. You know, here's... Because you keep posting Instagram pictures. But see, I have, I have friends that do that, that will post up. They go traveling and then they'll post pictures for like a year afterwards and they don't mention they're back. Why? Just do it all at once. Yeah, but see, then you get flooded with stuff. I believe in quality over quantity. Someone, uh, Ellie in our class suggested the hashtag Latergram. Then people will know. I like yeah. that. Okay, our guest liked that. What, um, what does the group feel about it? I feel like I like that. Well, you interrupted yeah. our guest. Guess what oh, were you going to say? Well, what I was, so what I'm wondering is how long after you go somewhere is it like appropriate to post a picture from there? Well, my friend, he takes really good like landscape and nature photography stuff. So he's posted stuff for like up to a year. Like he'll post something every day, but they're really great pictures. Mine are more funny and kind of pointless, but I don't know. Like. Is there really Instagram etiquette well, in that sure. respect? Yeah, I know there's no law. Yeah. You know, well, but... do you feel cheated then to know, like, if you see uh, a picture by me and then realize that I'm back? Not at all. I wouldn't even think that. Okay. So I'm going to put, yeah. I'm, I think let's resolve to put later Graham on here. You know what I feel, I like Tony? Mm-hmm. I feel like you should just keep posting them and make everyone feel that you just have, you know, no job. You just travel the world for your entire life. Oh, that's what I thought yeah. about my other friend, actually, that did it. My friend, like, no, he's been back for months. But I was like, rather than feeling cheated, I felt cool. I was like, oh, that's cool of him, you know? Mm-hmm. So you know what, John? That's, that might be a better idea. That'd be great. It'd be like faking your own death. Except you're faking your life. Yeah. 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 A bon vivant. Mm. Yeah. That's what Instagram's all about, faking your life. Anyway, welcome to the After Improv Podcast. Ah, podcast. I couldn't even... I'm rusty. This is going to be a rusty it. episode. It. Cut Stretch it. your mouth Raise out. It together. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the After Improv Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Tony Agusti. Here, as always, with the wizard, the warrior, and the maiden true, 
Uh, let's see if I can remember this. Um, Our names. Jim Harper, he's the wizard. <laughs> That's one of them. John Yar, the warrior. That's and me. Heather, I always know Heather, the maiden trio. Mm-hmm. And Boss is here. He spent a month uh, at his fo- with his foster family, and uh, he had a great time. And now he's just like laying like he's almost dead, <laughs> but he's not. That used to worry me when I first got him. Greyhounds are very laid back. See, doesn't he look like he's dead? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his eye moved. So uh, anyway, this is our, uh, I feel like it's our 10th season, but I'm, I might be wrong. But we're getting ever closer to 100. You, you can know? fix it in post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we, I think we resolved if we ever made it to 100, we were going to do the 100th episode naked, I believe then. Um, so, listen, I tried to get naked on the podcast that's true. before. That's yeah. You wouldn't let it happen. But you were drunk. You were in a bad state of affairs. In so. these leather seats? Um, yeah. Are those leather <laughs> pants, by the way, or fake leather? Um, They're fake leather. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, are you like, is that for comfort or is it for like a, like uh, ethical reasons? No, it's more economical. Oh, okay. Do you eat, so you eat meat and all that? Uh, I do, but not a lot. Okay. Yeah. Is that for ethical reasons? Uh, no. Okay, good. Did because that would be really more for health. Did you right. announce our guest yet? No, not yet. Okay, you know. I'm still a mystery. Yeah, I know. I like to preserve the I mystery like a little bit. <laughs> I mean, they can always look at the description. Anyway, our guest tonight, Jim, now that you've so rudely... Uh, I just wanted to make sure that you didn't skip it. See, I'm already, adjust- uh. I'm already adjusting your levels, Jim. See? <laughs> already I got excited. See? Can't modulate like that, buddy. Our guest is former member of the Go Comedy launch cast. Actually, that was one of the first groups I ever saw perform hmm. at Go Comedy. So uh, we've had some other members of there on there, like Tim Lally's been on, Jake has been on. I think Lauren Kozlowski. Lauren who? Kozlowski. Oh, I was thinking of like a girl Lauren. Oh, yeah. I was was thinking LAU. Okay, that's a normal thing. But then I thought LOR. Yes, Lauren. I think it's a very normal man's name. Check out the Roach Coach (laughs) podcast if you have a chance, but listen to all of ours first, then listen to Roach Coach. Uh, (laughs) And Jennifer Bloomer. She is a former beauty contestant winner. Is that right? I am. <laughs> uh, she got a weird look on her face when I said that. Uh, she's met the queen. Mm. Which one? No. Which queen? no? Uh-uh. Oh, man, somebody else. What? Well, oh, when you Tony. told me some of these things, you were drunk. Oh. <laughs> Are you thinking about the knighting thing? Yes. Oh, so that was not by, done by a queen. Oh, yes. okay. So she's been knighted. <laughs> yeah. So she has appeared in a music video, mm-hmm. like a real music video. And she's been in a ton of sketch shows. I think that's somebody I uh, definitely want to talk, uh, something I want to talk to you about because I think you're what I consider a successful auditioner. Like you wow. seem to have a knack for it. Uh, that's my thought. You might disagree with me. She is a currently member performing at Comedy Sports. And uh, what else did I write? Here? Oh, yeah. Also, Erie Canal Theater, mm-hmm. which uh, their current season you can check out on iTunes. Again, after you listen to all of our episodes, <laughs> uh, you can listen to Laughageddon. And also, there's another one uh, oh, called okay. The Fallen. Oh, The Fallen. That, yeah, Erie Canal just did recently. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Oh, that because that's part of their new model, right? They're kind of like rotating faster between shows and things like that. Yeah, although this is a new, new model oh. because this is their first scripted thing that they've done. Oh. Yeah, written by Joel Gray. Oh, okay. Shout out to Joel. I know mm-hmm. Joel. And uh, also, uh, you're currently studying sketch writing. Yes, and, at the end. Yeah. There's a lot. You're a very interesting guest, and we're glad to have you. I'm and also, very happy to be a here. Very, I might mispronounce your last name. <laughs> probably. Uh, but it's probably, <laughs> we'll start off with that. So give a warm round and welcome of applause and welcome to Andy Maziars. Oh my gosh, you got it right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we are off to a good start. So <laughs> what percentage of the time do people get your name right on the first try, could you say? 
uh, the percentage of people that get it right, 5%. Oh, it's that low. It's so low. I was going to say Marcy is. The Zs scare a lot of people. Once they see like <laughs> multiple Zs, they're just like, and then just give up. So what is the uh, what is the ethnicity of that name? What is the roots of that name? Uh, Polish. Okay. And I actually just looked up um, on Ancestry.com the other day mm-hmm. what it means in oh, Polish. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's not like a, it's not, it's, you, if you put it in Google, it's not like a normal Polish word. Oh, okay. Um, but I guess the, the, it, for, it means, or it's based on something like, the, the one who greases the cart. Something <laughs> <laughs> like that. I was, oh. Yeah, I think it it's was, the same, you know, like you get things going. Oh, yeah. So you're like, uh, like a go-between. Oh, no, no, I, I literally think that it was, uh, it, was, it was about a person who in the old days would grease a cartwheel. A mechanic. Or, or like, yeah, like, I, I don't know, for some no, reason. No, that was just, a, there, maybe, were jobs that specialized? Like, that's, that was their yeah, only I job. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of them. job. That person probably made their own grease. That's, yeah. a, that's a Polish joke, I think, in the making I right know. there. <laughs> that's why, you know, like kids, of the, the up-and-coming kids like millennials don't know about Polish jokes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So... It's interesting because that's all I said. No offense, when I was growing yeah. up, you know. <laughs> and of course, jokes about Jewish people, right? Mm-hmm. No, just me. Okay. Anyway, you and and yeah. Are you from uh, another country originally? I uh, I'm from here, but Polish was my first language. Okay. Um, I can hear it. Yeah. I didn't hear it until I talked to you tonight. Really? A lot. Yeah. A lot of people, I don't know, it's half and half. Some people say they detect an accent on me, and some people say uh, they do not. Yeah, so there's a, maybe you just have an ear for that. Yeah, your voice says, I'm just used to hearing accents like mm-hmm. of people. So, yeah, like I said, talking to you before, but it's usually been in louder areas like the Go Bar area. Yeah. Uh, so when you walked in here and you were talking to my dog, and I was like, oh, it's like, that's interesting. Like, I can hear like a, like a lilt, you know. Mm-hmm. So how is it that Polish is your first language, but you were born here? Yeah, so I was. So my pam- my family moved here, and not too long after they moved, I was born. So oh, they okay. didn't they speak much English by that time. Uh, so I did. You have a grandmother in the house, or? Uh, no, at the time when I was born, mm-hmm. I think it was just my grandpa and my gr- my grandpa and my mom. Did you grow up in Hamtramck? Or? I actually right. we lived in uh, across the highway in Ple- Pleasant Ridge. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we but we lived there for a little while, and then we moved to uh, Hamtramck. Oh, like okay. All the Polacks <laughs> in the area. <laughs> so, are you still fluent in uh, Polish? I am. Oh, okay. And how about your parents? So they did they ever pick up English or they did? Yeah, they, because my mom did, my dad not so much. You know, yeah. yeah. No, they both did. My mom, um, yeah, they both they both picked up picked up very well. I mean, they like both had uh, successful careers. What do they do? Uh, my mom owned a, a company that like provides travel service and interna- international shipping. Oh, okay. She like started out as a secretary and she like worked her way up to owner. Wow, pretty cool story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what about your dad? Uh, and my dad, I, I don't have much contact with, but I think mm-hmm. he works. Yeah, he works in computers. Although he might be retired now. Oh, okay. Um, do you have siblings? I do. I have um, a sister, mm-hmm. Alex, and uh, and, actually, a, and a, I have a couple of siblings um, on my dad's side that I've never met though. Oh, really? So and so technically, Alex is my half sister because yeah. uh, she's my, my mom and stepdad had her, mm-hmm. but. 
I whole love her. Mm. You whole love her. Oh, <laughs> She's my half sister, but I whole love her. Now, is this the one you were telling us before you went to see a Lego Batman movie with her? Was yeah, it her daughter? I, I took her daughter your, slash my goddaughter. Your goddaughter uh, out last night for Galentine's. A quick review. Okay, on okay. a scale of one to one to ten or one to five Batmans. So well, let's say one to five Batmans. Five Batmans being the most Batman, like the best Batman. The best. And, okay, like the best okay. Batman movie. So of them five all. Batmans being Christian Bale. And one Batman's being George Clooney. So is is that the scale? Like Christian of Batman, Bale previous is the, Batman movies. I think the, the scale yeah. should be of previous Batman uh, actors. Yeah. Like you had your... Uh, we had Clooney, Bale. Um, Van, uh, there's Van Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah, that's right. I consider Clooney the worst. Uh, Adam Bale West. the best. Adam West is kind of TV. It's it's a different. There were different demands of the job. Like more campy. So I used to have a boyfriend named Adam West. Oh really? <laughs> but it wasn't Batman. Oh okay. Oh, <laughs> we all just got really disappointed. Or was it? Oh, thank you for clarifying. So anyway, what's your review of the movie? It was fantastic. Five uh, bad movie. Five uh, Batman's. Uh, yeah, I would give it five Batmans. I would recommend it to a friend. I would say that it's, uh, actually I mentioned earlier, it's it's equally as appealing to adults as it is to kids. Mm. There's a lot of humor that I think goes above kids' heads that, you know, the adults will appreciate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a, the list of people who do the voices is... Uh, pretty impressive you know like it's oh, okay. like a lot of like you know big names attached to it so it was interesting to what to see who did what which voice and that's something you also are in that field so yeah uh, I'm was it inspiring into voice acting uh you know maybe this is telltale because i was so into the movie that i really didn't like come think of it from a you know voice acting <laughs> oh okay you know, standpoint i, I thought you were gonna say you went home and started just doing voices like in the mirror like i'm but can you do an i'm batman <laughs> i'm batman <laughs> oh, <very good. laughs> So how Batman long? here in the room. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. let's go back to your name thing. Okay. Oh, um, yes. Andy, is it short for anything, or is it just Andy? It's short for Andrea. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Yes. It's uh, my full name is Andrea Michelle Maziars. Okay. And the Michelle has one L in it, and I used to think for the longest time that it was like the cool French spelling. Yeah. But it turns out that the parents, um, it, like. It was their intention that it be spelled with two L's, but the woman who put it in the records <laughs> misspelled it. Oh, okay. Classic and No one ever story. did anything yeah, yeah. about it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, why did you... How long have you been going by Andy? Your whole life? or You know, I think since high school. Oh, okay. Or, or maybe even since middle school. Because from Hemtramck, I moved to Troy mm. in the middle of seventh grade. And I think that like it was a rebranding thing. So having Polish as your first language, is that mm-hmm. tough growing up? Like, did you have an accent, like a stronger accent when you were younger or? I don't think so. Okay. Because um, I, I, I had a crash course uh, in kindergarten in English. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but, you know, like kids learn super fast and I did. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, so it, it actually, the only like issue was growing up is that um, I felt I didn't want to be all Polish. Yeah. Like, and certainly like, you, you wanted know, to assimilate. Yeah. I wanted, yeah. So I wanted to be American, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, uh, did and you watch that Polish wedding movie uh, with Claire I, Danes? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. It was all right. Um, it's, it was kind of a good represent, like pretty yeah. accurate. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh yeah. So, so I, I told people that I was half Polish, half Italian growing oh, up. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Cause I didn't want to be all Polish because, and also cause of the Polish jokes, you know? Oh, so, did like, you hear a lot of those? I did. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Do you remember any? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only one that I remember is, uh, why don't 
Pollocks. Hey, we don't use that kind of language, Andy. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> all right. You're, you're allowed term. to say it. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Pollock. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Pol- <laughs> I'm like, it's a racial slur, guys. It's fine. It's like, not, though. <laughs> like, a person from Poland is a Polak. So, wait. That's not really... I thought it was always considered a racial slur. To my knowledge, it's not. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, I think that's the proper way i hope okay i'm not getting wow, this, this wrong is, this goes deep john you need to look that up if polak is a racial slur while we're uh that could be your fact of the week i'm gonna leave that for a mystery until the end oh okay very good okay uh but um uh oh the joke it's yeah. uh why don't polacks uh or okay I'll, just no, in just case <laughs> why don't poles why don't poles um use ice in their drinks why because they forgot the recipe or like uh, that. To, to, to make ice. <laughs> I like how you said to make ice. <laughs> that makes the joke. Oh. Okay, so, and did anybody ever call you out? They're like, you're not half Italian. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did. And, and it was, and I kind of, back, and I, I, but I did it to myself because uh, in, so I moved in the middle of seventh grade, and then in ninth grade, I got into a big accident at school. Oh! And um, a uh, we were setting up, we were setting up for a volleyball game. Yeah. Um, and uh, my, you know, the like the volleyball poles. It's a it's a pole, and there's a heavy base at the bottom, yes. and the base has two wheels on the side. Mm-hmm. So my friend was um, pulling the pole, and I was pushing the base. The pole must not have been screwed in because she pulled the pole right out of the base. And so I'm like left holding the base, and I like wasn't expecting it, so it dropped on my foot. And then like I, and I think they're like they're really very heavy. Uh, and so I flipped it off, and then my white Esprit sneaker uh was red <laughs> and oh. so like i like flip i like i like take off uh, the the sneaker and like like tear my sock off and like my two toes are like hanging oh. um, by their side and so i think like it just like the like it they popped yeah. off. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. So so uh, I went to the hospital, and I was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. Like, now, I were you, have, like, were you freaking out, or were you taking it with that typical... I was typical, in shock. Oh, really? I was in shock, Because yeah. I know, like, I Eastern like, Europeans, really, like, tend to be, like, very, like, stoic and be like, you know... I think, I that's think just I am like that in life. Really? Yeah? yeah like, I okay. think I'm pretty, like, even, like, keel. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so then I, I was in the hospital for a while because... Uh, you know, they had to reattach it and yeah, reconstructive yeah. and stuff. And so... How long is a while? Like a month? Uh, like, no, a few weeks though. Okay. And so I would have um, people from school would come over to visit me. It was, this was actually pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, we were like, you know, technically you're only supposed to have like two people in the room at once. Mm-hmm. But like I had like a bunch of people like came to visit me, <laughs> yeah. and, which was just nice for morale. Um, and one time all my, fr- like, you know, a bunch of my friends were there and my parents were there and my dad came. And so I start talking to my dad in Polish and, you know, this is the dad that I don't really see very often. Yeah. So it was, I thought I was in the clear saying, yeah, yeah, he's Italian. Yeah. So they're but like, you're talking in Polish. <laughs> yeah, so I'm talking in Polish. And then one of my friends is like, hey, I thought he's Italian. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I was busted. But it's, so did it really help though? Because it sounds like people still made fun of you for being Polish. Yeah, so no. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I think that's crazy though that of all the things you to- chose Italian. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're like yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not, no, I'm Italian, you know, yeah, like, because yeah, they're probably the second cool. most, you know, like after. Who else has made fun Irish. of besides Irish? Oh yeah, Irish. That's true. Um, I think yeah. I guess I I don't like old school. Like you know, like back in the day, yeah, they used yeah. to be made fun of a lot. Have you ever been back to Poland? Yeah, I used to go every summer when oh, I was wow. a kid. Oh wow! Oh okay. Uh, and um, 
and I feel very fortunate for that. Yeah. When was the last time you went? I haven't been. The, yeah, I haven't been in about twenty years, though. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I hadn't been in ten Over. years since I went back in December to India, not Poland. Yeah. I should clarify that. <laughs> yeah. I'm full That's Indian. Awesome. I'm not. You know, guys. I told you before. I was. You know, half Indian, half Italian. I'm actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm full Indian. That's, what? Yeah. Name is Italian. Yeah. It's it's true. It's Tony. Tony. It. Yeah. It's Tony. People. You know, the weird thing is when I was in Italy. Uh, when I went to Italy before, people, this happened to me and no other people in my group, of which there were Indians, there, people just start come up, come up to me and start talking in Italian. Huh. And I was like, what is that? That's, they didn't even know my name, you know? But, uh, they can, yeah, they can sense the Tony. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you have any like family that you're in contact with still? Because my parents will say like once their parents passed away, mm-hmm. then the impetus to like go back to India is a lot less. They don't, it's not as a big deal because we used to go yeah. in the summers too when we were uh-huh. kids to India. That's awesome. Are yeah. you glad you did that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of hated it. At, well, I didn't hate it, but I mean, it wasn't, when we first went, there was like no electricity, no running water. We we're living like, because my parents both grew up on farms. I don't mm-hmm. know. Did your parents grow up in the city or in the country? Uh, I was mostly there um, visiting my stepdad's family and yeah. they were, they were um, just outside of the city. So I guess you could like a burb, but it was like farmish. Yeah. It was, it was oh, okay. kind of, it was like, you know, but it wasn't like full out rural. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a, I'm trying to think of a Michigan suburb like that, but like there'll be like a farm. Maybe then, Romeo or something Yeah. There like you that, go. Yeah. And uh, I have no idea that's true, but I'm going to agree with you because you, <laughs> you, you sold it. I'm like, yes. I'm like, isn't that one near the airport? But anyway. Um, no, that's Romulus. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, Jim used to live there, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He used to claim to live there. <laughs> There used to yeah. be a big mystery of where Jim lived. He wouldn't in tell us. For, oh, I lived in the forest. Yeah, for more than in a Romulus? year. For more than no, a year, he would Romeo. not tell us. On the planet, right? <laughs> and we were going. We were doing this podcast every week and having class together, and he wouldn't tell and us. And then he moved to Checkers and made Heather pick him up at Checkers. Yeah, you know, it's just fun to have some mystery. I agree. And yeah, and guys. we had mystery in this podcast. Yeah, and in the beginning. It. So the first time I met you. Jim. It was at Emily Engelhart's oh, Halloween right. party. At the Halloween party, and yeah. I will say, I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast too. But she, you dressed up as Axl Rose, mm-hmm. and is Great. to this day one of the best costumes I've ever seen. Amazing! You, you printed out like his tattoos, like yeah. on a three D printer or something, and yeah. then and put the tattoos on your arms. And I was like, "Wow, who is this?" You okay. know, like this is this is amazing. But then you said you also you would see Guns N' Roses like in high school. Yeah, that, that which was is like crazy. My favorite band. I have a tattoo of a rose. You oh. saw them when they were in. Town. Town recently, right? I saw them when they were in town over the summer. Um, yeah. I saw them in 1988 when they were opening up for a band called Accept when they were at the State Theater, which I yeah. think is now the Fillmore. Or it, yes. yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, and so I mean, yeah, so it was so small. And um, and I'm actually in ta- in the planning stages of going to see them this fall in San Antonio. Oh, okay. With, with my it- sister Alex. In high school, were you like a like a wild kid or? Yes and no. Like I was a wild kid when I could be, but when I was home, I, I was actually kind of like very sheltered. And oh, okay. I had a very strict environment. So you lived a life of lies. Oh uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. the, one of yeah. the biggest ones was that I got a job at Denny's. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then 
and then I quit a few days after, but I kept the uniform. So I would say that at <laughs> night I was going to work <laughs> the night shift and I would stay out super late and then come home and then I would just have to get back into my Denny's uniform before I got in. So would they never ask you like, who were like, cause you weren't making any money, were you? So like, like, did they ever ask about that? Like, where's no, your paychecks or no, anything? Yeah, no. That's hilarious. Well, look, I ask you that because most immigrant kids I know, including myself, whose parents are immigrants, the level of lying that you do to like assimilate into yeah. American culture is phenomenal. Like I had two friends, uh, these two girls that lived in Troy incidentally, but would always talk about, they must've been the hardest studiers in the world because they, we, we'd go all hanging out and this is like in high school and they'd be like, we're going to the library. And we'd go to like, they never went to the library, yeah. but I mean, I've lied to my parents about so many things. It's crazy. I don't know why that is. Because they don't, it's hard to explain to make them understand. Yeah. You know, I think that's I what think, it is. Because I think like from, from the old, like the ways of the old country, they were pretty sheltered or, you know, they, yeah. like, cause you know, my parents grew up in like communist Poland and mm-hmm. actually that's, I have not been there since the fall of the Iron Curtain. So oh, really? at some point I plan on do, going there. I'm sure it'll be mm. a whole different ball game. So would they have, they lived in the times of having to wait hours in line for toilet paper and things like that. Mm-hmm. Is that part of why they left or what was the reason? Like, yeah, I okay. think they were like looking for a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, so I, I think that, you know, for them it was just going out all the time. Wasn't even a thing. So, yeah. they, so they just didn't understand it. But then I had friends who, you know, they would, They'd just tell their parents. It was a matter of being like, hey, I'm going out. I'll, you know, be home whenever. And the parents were like, okay. And I was just like, so just, just <laughs> slack jawed, you know, like, wow. Yeah. So I also had to have, a, or I would always be like spending the night at my friend's house. Yeah. My sister did a lot who of that. Who had a liberal kind yeah. of upbringing. I think it was most, always much harder on the girls, you know, because like I could go out, you know, and be like, I mean, I wasn't nearly as social as my sister, but I'd go out and they'd be like, yeah, great. You know, like just, you know, don't die. And then my sister's like, you're going to die. You're not going out. <laughs> so in high school and stuff, how did you get into like, were, were you straight like rock? Like what you listen to and like hang out? Because oh. that's, I mean, to see Guns N' Roses like in, you know, like in yeah, high school. Yeah, like pretty... our parents would drop us off to the concerts. Oh, really? Yeah. No, we were super into like hair bands. We... Did you have like metal hair yourself? <laughs> yeah. I had like, I had this like huge, like I would use so much hairspray and uh, it would Probably was like a, a good three inches off my scalp. Like, oh, okay. you know, by the time, you know, I left the house. Do you saw pictures of that? Uh, yeah. That's oh, okay. like how I, the video that I'm in, I have that hair. Yeah. So you are in uh, a okay. music video for the band Rat. Yes. Uh, what, do you remember what song? I, I mean, Want should, a Woman. I Want a Woman. Yeah. Okay. And how can, are you in there prominently? No, I'm just in there for probably like a, like a, a few seconds, a handful what, of seconds. What's the scene so people can follow along? I'm going to play the song in the background here. Oh, cool. So it's, um. It's uh, it was basically so my yeah so anytime the bands came to town, I had a core group of friends that I went to see the bands. We met, we ended up meeting a lot of them. Yeah. But um, but so th- this day they were it was at the Palace of Auburn Hills, and we were just kind of walking around that like uh, circle. The concourse. The concourse, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, there was just the film crew there, and they said they were doing some filming for the band and just kind of stopping, you know, random, um, random chicks. Yeah. And so, you know, so they're like, yeah, do you want to... So they stopped us, and, you know, we were just kind of hammered around uh, for the for the camera. And then uh, a few months later, uh, my best friend in high school, Vanessa, and I were watching Headbangers Ball, as we did every Saturday night. Oh, wow. You were a total rock Oh, chick. totally. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, so the, it was... Uh, they announced the world premiere of the new rat video, and we were super excited just because it was, a, you know, yeah. rat. And uh, and then it's and then we started to see uh, 
clips, you know, shots of the palace. And we're like, oh my gosh. And then we started to see like a couple of people we knew. Yeah. Um, and then... So then we were like, I'm going to be in this. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I was kind of like hoping. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I was. And Wait, were you still in high school at this point? Oh, I was in... I was a freshman. Oh. Which is ironic because the song is called I Want a Woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of songs from the 80s especially. Like, yeah. that, that's a weird thing. Like, you know, like Winger, 17. And like, there's all these songs like like kind of like the like the 70s and 80s about having sex with young girls, which is yeah. really weird. Uh, they wouldn't know? fly today, I yeah, don't yeah. think. Yeah, uh, And then, fun fact, that song is um, on, you know... Beavis and Butthead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yes. how they like how they would make fun of videos. Yeah. That's a, one of the videos they make fun of. Oh really? <laughs> when I'm on the screen, they call me a slut. That's great. Like you do out, being called out by Beavis and Butthead. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So like, were, did this make you like famous in school and stuff? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that because by the time that came out, I was at Michigan State. Did that for, make you famous at Michigan State or were uh, you recognizable from your No, definitely not. Yeah, Did no, you ever <laughs> write like Mike Judge like, hey, no. I'm the girl you called a slut up. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, if you ever meet him, that's a great story. Totally. It's yeah. a great icebreaker. Yeah. So, but <laughs> you indirectly called me a slut. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I know you need some people to do some... Uh, Voice acting work. <laughs> right, I know, really. Slept before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't want a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. So did uh, so in high school though, were people like, oh, because I can. Like, I remember there was a kid in my high school that was on Oprah, and everybody was like, wow, that's amazing, you know. Yeah. Uh, but so did people were like recognize you and be like, oh wow, like Andy's famous or no? No, I, no. I mean, because really? I, I, yeah. I mean, I think that like you know, it it was. It was spoken of like oh yeah. some girls from our high school. So like people didn't mob you like hey we saw you in the rat video. Yeah no. Oh okay. I don't think it was like that impressive. Were <laughs> you like cool in high school? I feel like you were cool because you had a very full uh, hospital room. Yeah. You know when you broke your toes. I did okay. Yeah. Yeah. Full hospital room, group of friends that go to every concert. You know you were cool. Yeah. Um I don't know. I mean, I w- <laughs> such I, modesty. I no, I don't know. I mean, it's I, okay to be cool, Andy. Yeah, the girl with the popped off toes—that's like every teenage guy's <laughs> yeah. dream. Uh, by the way, uh, are your toes like? Uh, is there a visible like line? Do they look mangled now? Can we see them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, and you know what? It's been a long. Like I used to be so embarrassed by them. Well, this is a big step. Then. This is. Yeah. I used to be so embarrassed by them, and like I would to the point where I would, you know, not want to go to the beach, or I would like, oh, you know, wow. purposely wear closed-toed shoes, yeah, and then yeah. at a certain point, oh. I just got over it. <laughs> and was it not- was it therapy? Did therapy help you with that? Or? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, seriously, do you want to see? <laughs> oh yeah. If you don't no. want to. <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh damn it! In the summer, in the summer, because I have boots on in the summer. Okay, that's Maybe fine. I'll pull you aside and be like, "Hey, remember? Can that? you like that feel them or what? Are they? Uh, yeah. Okay. But if it, uh, wait, you want to feel her toe? No, I mean, no. Can she feel? Can I feel? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Do you have uh, reduced? uh, If if any, but if any more were to have like popped off, I would have had to learn to walk all over again. So, as far as toes popping off, as far you know, it it, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Toes, the the big toe and the one next to it. Oh man, those those are the the worst worst too. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, did people talk about that at least in school? Oh, uh, I don't know, but I sure. I, I, Who were I, you? I got, to miss, I got to miss a lot of school, though. Okay, I was going to say, like, that. either of these events would be huge events in my high school, you know? Yeah. Like, somebody was in a rock video, and then also someone I don't know, lost. Though. Almost someone 
their two toes got cut off at a school and it's thing. the same person yeah it's the same person <laughs> like, you you would have definitely been cool at my high school so. wait which high school was this when troy uh, athens troy athens yeah. oh, okay we played them in lacrosse well, uh, which one are which one i went to novi oh, okay uh class of 94 shout out um <laughs> then i don't know why i shouted out so you went to oh <laughs> <laughs> we know i'll cut that out anyway um oh yeah how long have you been doing improv andy okay <laughs> So I... I'm just going to get this so we get it out of the way. Then we're going to go back and cut circle around. Okay. But don't worry. It's all in my head. Okay. All right. Um, I did improv for about a year in LA in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. Where at? Um, the teacher... It was with a teacher named Jeff Doucette. So it wasn't like at a, you know, um, IO or Groundlings or... Oh, okay. A, just know, a private... Institution. It was... Was he like an uh, acting coach slash yeah. improv coach? He was, he was an... He was well, no, because he's a professional. Um, he's a professional actor, and he that name sounds familiar. Actually, he, you've, I'm sure you've seen him and okay. stuff. Um, and uh, is it D U C E T T E? Uh huh. Okay. And uh, he, um, but so he's he's a like character actor, but yeah. he uh, also is a improv. He's he's way yeah. into improv. So. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually um, my friend who was living there, uh, who I knew from Michigan State, mm. who ended up introducing me to my now ex-husband okay. <laughs> um who, and my ex actually did improv oh and really so him and my friend um, did you meet through improv no i so i met him through that friend of mine from michigan state oh okay uh, this per- well they were both doing name improv can you together. name them the per- sure yeah okay. my friend from michigan state was Corey. okay and my is that a girl um, or a guy i'm gonna say guy, guy. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> i feel like i'm firing on all cylinders here my guesses are all right so far so i'm glad and then, yeah, and then my ex's name is Nathan. And okay. So they, they both did improv, and Nathan was like, I think you really like this. Hmm. So I started doing it, and I did, but I only did it for like a year, and then other stuff came up, and life kind of took me away from it. So, and then, so what did you study at Michigan State? Uh, I studied um, at James Madison College. Uh, uh, it's kind of like political science, more okay. or less, uh, and specifically like international relations. What did you want to do? Just... Nah, I, I, I don't know what I wanted to do. The reason <laughs> that I, the only reason that I took that major is because I didn't like math, and that was the oh, only right major that didn't require <laughs> math. I'll tell you another one is journalism. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, you could. This is what I did. Uh-huh. I'll tell you. I took journalism. Did you go to state? No, I went to Wayne State. Okay. So I did go to state, but not that state. The okay. Other state. A um, state. Yeah, a state. Uh, you had to take uh, one a math class. So then they make you take like a, you know, a qualifying test and I just tanked the test. I would like to say I did it on purpose, but I'm just really bad at math. So I qualified into like pre like algebra and man, I aced that class because yeah. <laughs> well, Tony, I took the test and did well enough on the test that I didn't have to take a math class at all. Wow. See, that's what I did with wow. English. I never took an English class in uh, school at Wayne State because I tested out of it. But anyway, so you could have been a journalist, but it's fine. Hmm. You know, I'm not one anymore. So, so, so that was the only one you didn't. You hated math that much. I mean, I say that in a questioning tone, I but I hate math. That uh, much. Yeah, I just I wasn't into it. I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I guess I would say that. <laughs> so no. you didn't think about it, like uh, job wise, like what you were going to do with that? No, or? not a, yeah, not at what all. What did your parents say about that? Uh, I think they just wanted me to go to they they were happy that I was going to university. Oh, okay. So they weren't like, you have to be this or that? Oh, no, they were. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was yeah. like, that doesn't sound like immigrant parents I know. Yeah, no, because then once I got to the end of uh, college, they uh, kind of strongly uh, 
strong-armed me into going uh, into into law school. And, <laughs> okay. it, and it made sense because a lot of people in that major did go into law school because yeah. they weren't giving out political science je- scientist yeah. jobs. Actually, so, a lot of people in uh, journalism go to law school too. Oh, really? Yeah, because of like the writing aspect of law. So a lot of, because pre-law you can take anything, as yeah, you probably yeah. know. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of political science oh. majors and a lot of journalism majors go into law. Oh, I didn't know so, that about yeah. journalists. We're living parallel lives here, except I've yeah. never appeared in a rock video. <laughs> Yet. And my toes are intact, so. Yeah, well, yeah. for now. Oh, well. <laughs> that oh, sounds like a thing. Right. Wow. This is turning into like the Eastern Promises podcast. Uh, you've seen that movie too, right? Um, Eastern Promises. I think so. Okay. You have. I think anyway, I have. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I have. Okay. It's the one where the, they're in the bathhouse and the guys attack him. All the tattoos. Uh, you know, I have a bad memory. Okay. That's, good. that's fine. Uh, um, and so, so, yeah. So, but also like college was my first uh, t- instance of being like free. And minus so, a Denny's uniform. What's that? Minus the Denny's uniform. Minus the like little clips here and there of yeah. my stealing, you know. Do you still have the Denny's uniform? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She still tells her parents she's going I know. to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta um, go to work. So, so you really had no interest in law or? Yeah, no. Okay. You know, I might have actually at first. I thought it was interesting. And I, and I loved learning. Like the classes were fascinating. Yeah. Actually learning the law. But then um, it, the practice itself, once you get out there, is not nearly as like, you know. What kind of idealistic. law did you uh, do? I was like on a judicial legal staff as a researcher. Okay. Uh, and helped write uh, opinions. And then so I. So what, like what level? Was it like federal? Uh, it circuit? was, it was uh, just at the county level. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I was uh, a mediator. Why do you say that with a weird smile on your face? Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> it was like, because it was, I guess, later in life. So, oh, I don't know. Okay. so like it, you know, there was like. A, what is, what is that yeah. like trying to settle things out of court? Uh-huh. Like yeah. divorces? It's like alternative dispute resolution. Oh, okay. So, so in, yeah, it's a, it's an alternative to going to court. You could go to a mediator and. Um, but that's different from a court referee, which is what uh, the Jacox brothers, their dad did that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah, he's, so I think that he's an actual like uh, judicial employee. Oh okay. I, I oh, believe so I I'm see, not oh, sure. Oh, so you're though. a third party mediator. Yeah, I was. Oh, I was okay. like, yeah, I was just a, a neutral. So you were doing the judicial, like writing opinions and stuff. Was that in Michigan or? Uh, that was. I did that in Michigan when I was in law school, mm-hmm. and then I did it again after I moved back to Michigan from the West Coast. Okay. Um. So. So you lived in San Francisco. Yeah. So uh, after law school, I graduated that, and then I moved to San Francisco for two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I lived there for two years, and then I moved down to L.A. for 10 years. Oh, really? And then okay. I moved back here. What was that time like in your life? Kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about it? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Getting out into the real world, like in San Francisco, yeah. what? how was it? Because it's kind of like a high-pressure high salary, right? Like yeah. very competitive, kind of like what you might see the way they portray it on TV. Is it fair to say that? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like a... Uh, big big world city you know yeah so it's it's got hustle and bustle yeah uh and um and so i i kind of went there because i was just not really that happy in michigan you know yeah. i just wasn't just very excited about life here and so yeah so i went um my best friend agnes uh moved out there and i kind of just followed suit actually there was a handful of people from, that i knew from michigan state that ended up moving out there uh, and so I was there, uh, and also I did the weather, like I just was so over the winters Yeah. and, um, I, I thought that everywhere in California was sunny and 70. It's <laughs> yeah. not, it turns out. Yeah. I visited San Francisco. It's no. definitely not like that. San Francisco that. is not nice. 
Oh I my mean, gosh, it can get really cold. Yeah, like, and it's foggy. Uh, it's it's rarely Sup- nice and sunny. It's super oh. foggy. Yeah, in the city itself, and then you go across the bridge, uh, and it, it could be very nice. It's it's in, it's an interesting, like uh, yeah, climate. Yeah, across the bridge is where there. like George Lucas lives over there, so it's a very wealthy area. So, well, I mean, it's always been. I think the rent is always overall. Been, San yeah. Francisco is wealthy. It yeah. was like insane. The the you know, I was yeah. like paying for a studio in nineteen. 19- in 2000 yeah like something like 1600 or something yeah. like which that's damn bad. yeah how uh what kind of law were you doing there you were working at a big firm or I was, like yeah. we're trying to make partner um no i no. was just i was just what, trying to work what, what kind of law <laughs> um it was it was uh, just general yeah um i was uh i was not focused on a career i was more focused on um just have like I was yeah definitely not focused on my career back then I was just focused on um partying. still partying yeah you yeah. like you know still. Was, again, like I was like yeah I got the flavor of like, it in college and I just was yeah like, like drug use yeah. became really like what kind of stuff were you yeah, doing yeah see that and that's, that's part of the reason I moved out of San Francisco because yeah. I just kind of got a little too carried away mm-hmm. and um there was like you know there was like in that area there was like a lot of crystal meth a lot of ecstasy yeah um and then, you know, there was like one point where I I realized and also my friends were kind of like, you're not doing too well, you know, like yeah. what's going on? And so, you know, the best idea I had was um, like, OK, I'm going to remove myself from the situation. Mm-hmm. And then I like so I moved moved to L.A. Now, was it also like a law job or or um, you just moved there without a job? or anything? Uh, Yeah, I just moved there without a job. OK. Um, and then but wherever you go, there you are. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do in L.A.? Like because yeah. you were there for 10 I, years. Yeah. So I, I, I worked um, a law job there. And uh, but then I kind of, you know, fell fell back into ways. So the drugs followed you. Yeah. And and but like, you know, I think the biggest thing that I was like, uh, I had a, like a coke habit. Yeah. Um, how much when you say a habit, like how much? Uh, I mean, like certainly every weekend. Okay. You know, for like, I guess in terms of like money, usually that's yeah. a good like oh, like a what per day or I mean, I don't know. That's hard. I don't know. That's hard to say. I mean, it's pretty healthy. Yeah. Um. And yeah. And, and did you it, have a special mirror? Uh. No, I did not. Okay. But yeah, I mean, after everything was said and done, I ended up going to treatment, and so like I haven't touched the stuff in like ten in like wait no hold on oh eight was the last time so in nine years like I haven't touched the oh, stuff but wow. but it was um I mean. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. It was actually, I mean, it, it was it was a dumb thing to get into in the first place, but it was it was really hard, like to kind of you know, uh, get out of that. Yeah. Um. And did you hit bottom, or was it like an intervention? What made you go to rehab? And did you go more than once? A lot of yeah, people go more than once. Yeah, I went I went twice. Um. So what happened is, so then fast forward, I meet my husband. Yeah. He becomes my partner in crime, um, and uh, heroin. Yeah gets into the mix okay and well what it, like why don't we run down all the drugs you've done so <laughs> cocaine yes yeah a pot i'm assuming yes yeah. uh crystal meth you said yeah uh lsd uh yeah uh ecstasy yeah uh heroin uh injected yes. or snorted or smoked all three all three okay uh well, jim what am i missing here peyote no no okay no. well there you go yeah. um uh, and then I... I haven't no actually no that's not true <laughs> okay. well, well, say, say I was going to say I haven't um, done Molly but that's not true um, well Molly is just a pure form of ecstasy yeah, right? I yeah. have not done DMT 
Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, you know, we've I'm actually talked about, about this as a group. That. I'm curious too. You know, even though, like, I mean, you like, should stay away from it. The rest of yeah. us, we should. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're no, not going to be enablers on this walk. podcast. I'll just, yeah. I'll be your designated driver. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard this stuff's not like addictive, but right. You don't know. I don't know. So, of the drugs, which was your favorite? Uh, that was yeah. That was coke. Oh, it was? Like, after it was said and done, like I, the I, from beginning to end, from the time I started doing it to the time I finished, was about. 10 years oh wow yeah, yeah. And but here, like every weekend doesn't seem like crazy you well know? it's that not was, like waking up and doing it that was towards the end it was no. that yeah yeah and it was towards the end it was like i would be up for like three days in a row and mm-hmm. like sleep the third day and that was like literally my my uh, schedule and then but heroin you started getting into like heavily or yeah that was, and that's what led you to rehab, or uh, but, I mean, it was both. Okay. Uh, and then, um, so my, was there a moment of clarity, or there was? There was just a moment. Well, there was an intervention on my husband. Okay. Um, my ex-husband now. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then uh, I went. Actually, and then so he went away, and then I went to treatment, and then uh, I moved back. You know, after treatment, and um, uh, he started already. He picked it back up. I so see. it was. I mean, that was. A pretty much a done deal for me you know like yeah, if yeah. it's in the house so then um i went to treatment uh a second time uh Here? about a year later no this was all in california oh, okay, okay. well so yeah my first treatment well we lived uh in la but i went to treatment in um arizona mm. in wickenburg arizona okay and uh and then what's the name of the place uh the meadows okay and then um and then i moved back and then kind of fell back into it and then went to treatment again uh, and then that time state did not move back and stayed sub- separated. And that's when it took. I see. Yeah. So if someone else is trying to quit, what's your advice to them? All hands on deck. You know, like, I mean, everything and everything, uh, everything and anything in terms of, you know, I mean, treatment, there's inpatient, there's outpatient, there's uh, support groups, there's different kinds of support groups. Um, there is, uh, I mean, I even, I, I threw everything I could at it. You know, I was doing acupuncture. Mm. I was doing, um, you know, uh, I was seeing like a, a addictions specialist. Uh, yeah, like therapist. Dr. Drew. Um, I kind of, I guess. I That's know. what he always calls himself. A okay, addiction so, so medicine. then yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. And uh, like, did you take methadone and stuff? Yeah. I, well, okay. no, I took a Suboxone. Oh, okay. Or, or Subutex. Suboxone. Yeah, Subutex. Um, I think yeah. that's the commercial name of it. Were you working this whole time, or are you? Uh, so, breaks? so I was working initially uh, until like the early two thousands, and then um, my ex, and then and then Nathan, my ex, he um, started to uh he was like kind of he was an actor when i met him mm-hmm. uh like kind of like starving artist type you know but and was he from michigan originally too because no. you said you met him through Corey. i met yeah no he was just he knew through Corey through improv i, I see okay so and he was like from i don't know colorado or louisiana or yeah. kind of multiple places and so um he so yeah so um he i introduced but like i noticed like early on like he he just was like he, uh, had a penchant for computers and I had a friend um, who I who I don't know I just like for some reason thought that they would hit it off and they ended up hitting it off and they ended up like uh, starting like one of the earliest probably search engine optimization um, companies mm. and so they did very well so at some point you know he, he looked at me and he was like I could tell you're not into the law thing you know he's like if you want to just you know figure out what you want to do um, you can not do that and you know just kind of do you know figure it out and so that's so that so at that point i stopped working so do you think that was bad or good um 
I mean, just in general for your sobriety, did it help you figure? Like, was there something that you had been yearning to do all this time? You, you know, I remember, I remember, I was thinking back about that time because I, I remember then, you know, when I did free, free my time up, I was thinking, okay, so should I, because I was taking acting classes and I, and I really loved them and I just had a lot of fun learning and yeah. kind of playing around in class. And then, but then when I had enough classes under my belt and it could have been time for me to start going out for stuff, I didn't really... It, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it, you, you know. Didn't wanna, so I didn't really yeah. follow through in terms of like getting, you know, going out for roles or stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, probably uh, yeah. No, I think the that I did not have something that I was, you know, genuinely interested in, probably, and that I was just kind of bored, you know. Yeah, it was not helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who was the first one in the relationship to do heroin, for example? Like who introduced it? I, he did because okay. he was like. Um, so I came from like, you know, uh, I, I brought the Coke into the relationship and then he brought, he, he was like, he was into like opiates and painkillers yeah. and you know, with that stuff, you know, kind of, uh, you get to a certain point and then it's not working anymore. So you keep on yeah. going up and up and up. And at one point, you know, he's like, so you talked about how, you know, like he, you know, kind of fell back into that and then you were like, I can't, you know, I can't be part of this. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure that that seems like it'd be a very hard decision, you know, like, because it's someone you love and well the decision was made for me Mm. when we were separated and he ended up um knocking up another chick oh wow (laughs) so and like it's one of those that that was one of those things that like it's i'm now i'm glad it happened because it's what finally made me you know yeah made me you know budge because otherwise i was just like sitting back and holding the torch for him Mm. and um and you know so that's a top tip if you want to get better you know, have, have your spouse, have your spouse impregnate somebody else. else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Psst, um, you heard it here first. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any contact with him anymore or, uh, once in a while, not really though. Yeah. Is he like, has he, you know, I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about it, but like has he turned his life around in a similar fashion or, uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that it was the best thing for me to, cause yeah. Cause you know, when it happened, like I said, you know, I was kind of sitting off, you know, we were separated and yeah. I was just kind of sitting, waiting for him to, to get better. And then, you know, this happened and I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to wait anymore cause there's no going back from this, you yeah. know, <laughs> like I'm not like, I just, I don't know. Pride like kept me from, sticking around you know and then that's what you know and then i ended up moving back here um then because uh my right around the same time my mom started getting like like end of life sick no okay and um and uh were they aware of all the stuff going on with you like rehab and stuff no no actually i take that back i think they were aware they were i think they were aware of treatment but i don't think that they knew something was going on with me they knew like you know something was off any of your siblings or like did you like like uh, lose contact with your family. Yeah, that's not I, was, uncommon I lost either. contact with everybody. Like yeah. I was, I was, I was thinking the other day that, like today, I've like you know I'm like uh, very, a, a big productive member of society. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and I have like you know, like, you know, and I'm like you know social. And in one day, like the emails and texts and let's say phone calls that I like you know interact in in one day, um, are probably as many as I would have in an entire year. Mm. Um, of like back then yeah like I was like that kind of um, just you know that much of a kind of like just kept to myself not really yeah so you go through a thousand emails a day 
<laughs> no, You're I'm so just, popular. No, I'm just saying that back then. You knew it. I, I'm just saying, like, back then in a year, I would probably, in a year's time, have, like, interacted, like, you know, have had 20 emails that I, like, yeah. intera- you know, received and sent out. So, you know, you said you took uh, improv for a year out yes. in L.A. Was that while you were using and stuff? It was, yeah, I mean, it was a lot while I was using it, but it was like, and that's kind of why I, I got out of it yeah. or why I stopped it because it was, you know, when, like when you're using, it's not like very conducive creatively. I was going to say because, yeah. I mean, there are definitely improvisers, I mean, that you'll go nameless that, yeah. you know, like perform, you know, um, under the influence of whatever, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it always makes me wonder because... It seems like that would be so hard. You yeah, know what I mean? It takes like you to, out of the present moment. You I know? mean, obviously, like, you know, it's no secret that a lot of improvisers like to smoke pot before they go on sure. because they get so, like, nervous. But, I mean, you've seen other people clearly that are on, I think we've all, oh, yeah. you know, like, you see someone and they're like, oh, they're on something. Like, they're way too hyped up or, you know, like, way too. Or slurring. Like, yeah, slurring or yeah. whatever. It's not so. Um, so, like, was that something like your teachers or anybody would call you out on? No, I, I think that wasn't, um, I think I was still like holding it together at that point, mm-hmm. but I just, um, but I think I, I was, it was just one of the things that I, I cut away from, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and actually that's why like I, I no longer drink anymore. Um, cause I, uh, I felt like that was not helping me creatively. So, so do you, like when you say sobriety, cause, uh, are you, do you ever follow over like a 12 step or is other methods? Um, I'm not a big 12 step, uh, pr- uh, person. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, there's like, there's other stuff out there. There's like this thing that I like a lot called smart recovery. Okay. That's cognitive based. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, so, you know, after I like cut everything out in 08, then after a couple of years, I, I started to, um, have like wine here and there. Yeah. Um, but then like little by little that started like inching up and, yeah. uh, last year, you know, I realized that it was, and then like, you know, eventually that turned into whiskey and, uh, and then I, I just, yeah, I didn't like, I did not like where that was headed and having like, you know, the past experience I did, yeah. um, I just wanted to kind of nip anything like any potential issue in the bud. So, I mean, a lot of people would hear this and say, like, well, that's not sobriety if you're drinking and, sure. uh, you know, not doing drugs. But what do you say yeah. to that? No, yeah, no, because there's a lot of people that are, you know, proponents of abstinence. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just say whatever works for someone. Yeah. I think that, I think that you do, I don't know, I think that it is, you have to be careful if you drink or, I, I don't know, maybe after you have been bone dry for a few years, yeah. maybe drinking would work here and there. Well, the argument that it's a gateway to going back to other yeah. stuff. But I've heard, you know, both things. I think one thing is that people are probably surprised to hear that, that 12-step programs don't work for the majority of people that that seek it out. I yeah. mean, they, have, they do have success, but... I forgot where I read that, but like the majority of people, like it doesn't. Oh, like it's the, the same level run. of success, like the same rate, kind of. Yeah, well, meaning like most people it. end up quitting. It's almost think of it like Amway, like the majority of people quit. In it's like got to be months. the apologizing part. Or well, a lot of people have trouble it's with not, accepting a higher power. Yeah, you know? that's like one of the things I don't like about it is it's it's a disempowering uh, program. Yeah, that's true. It's like you're 
kind of you're well, a, you're, you're acknowledging that yeah, it's it's not in your hands. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So oh, is that a religious thing or what? No, well, it's just saying you don't have you have no you like admit that you have no power over your addiction. I thought the twelve step was really religious. It's well, that's yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. it's spiritual. That's one they component it. of it. Yeah, um, I would argue that you have all the power. I I would well, too. Well, that's not going to work for you then, Jim. <laughs> so you sound like you're uh, in my camp. Yeah. 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 What was it? Act recovery or recovery smart. smart smart recovery? Yes. Okay. It's a, it's an ac- it's an acronym for something. Oh, okay. What was it like moving back to Michigan? Because you left on in terms of like, oh, I don't want to be like around here. I hate the winter. I hate the weather. Yeah. So what was it like coming back? Well, it was interesting because the year I came back, it was a very mild winter, and I remember thinking like, <laughs> oh, I can do this. <laughs> this wasn't bad. Yeah. And then yeah, and then the next winter, you know, we got we got hosed. You know, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was it was definitely a big change from LA. Oh, that's oh, God, it was such a huge change. Um, now, work wise, what were you doing? Were you still doing law, or you're so, just out of that forever? So work wise, actually, then um, I took the bar exam when I moved back here. Yeah. So 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 when I got clean in California, um, then I went well. Okay, so in the mid two thousands, I went back to school and I got a master's while I was using wow. funnily enough in spiritual psychology <laughs> <laughs> actually but no that was kind of what got me to start to be like what am I doing you know because it yeah. was very like um you know for the first time in my life I was like you know kind of um self-aware you know yeah. and I was like, it was kind of just what inspired you to pursue spiritual psychology and what is Spiritual psychology. Yeah. How does it differ from regular? Um, so it's very, it's uh, it's very um, like person centered. So you know, psychology. So psychology talks a lot about you know what's wrong, disorders. Uh, this is like kind of the opposite. It kind of like talks about um, finding one's strengths and 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 um, you know, kind of playing on those. There's a there's a new um, uh sect of psychology out now called psych positive psychology and it like oh, kind yeah. of mm-hmm. is very similar to that and it's just very like and it's uh it's about personal growth yeah um and i love that stuff it, i do too I and, and that that's for me was like a game changer you know when like and finally nathan my ex-husband his ex-wife had a degree in that and mm. when i <laughs> when i first heard about it yeah. i was like I, I was like like overall i was a very immature person and not like immature like Oh, he farted. <laughs> but yeah. like immature, like I'm glad you clarified that because that's <laughs> you, that's what, exactly what I thought you did. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. But like immature, like you know, I was I was like you know I would like I would I would fly into rage a lot and I would um like just get jealous of people. Mm. Would so, you like, throw things? Uh huh. Oh okay. Yeah, and um. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, like dishes? Like drawers oh wow <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, not all the time but i just ne- when you asked me that question i had a flashback oh, okay. to an episode <laughs> <laughs> all right continue uh so um so yeah so so yeah it's interesting that i think about it because nathan uh he like was involved in putting me on two very like important like tracks of my life you know yeah. like the improv and like you know personal growth stuff mm-hmm. um so maybe that was you know that was his purpose. Yeah, the rough road <laughs> in my to get journey. There. Yeah, uh, and uh, but yeah. So where, where did you study spiritual psychology? It, it's a place. There's a place in Santa Monica called the University of Santa Monica. Okay. And uh, it's uh, it's a, like it's a private school, um, and it has 
majors like that like that has like four well at the time i went like one major was just like a general spiritual psychology masters one was yeah. like consciousness health and healing uh you know kind of like um the more i don't know gosh which, what would you call it you know, metaphysical metaphysical yeah, yeah. Stuff. do you um, believe in that stuff yeah you do okay uh-huh. And I think it's like, and I think it's like done wonders for me as a person. And I mean, like, like I said, you know, that was like kind of the impetus for me, like to turn the tide with not um, just, you know, abusing stuff and would myself. you, uh, would you say you've had like any kind of like religious or spiritual experience, like a, like a defining moment where you felt a connection with the higher power? No, nothing. No, no, like, uh. Uh, no, not really, but just like overall, um, yeah. I've, that's been something I've been increasing more. So, you know, like in the mid two thousands I did that and that's what kind of first made me think like, so, you know, I don't, what, what am I doing? You yeah. know? And then, so did you work, uh, were you a practicing, uh, spiritual psychologist after you got your degree? No. So, okay. so I got my degree and that's when like, kind of like the drug use, like kind of, you know, like really like, uh, th- that's when. It was it continuing first, through, throughout school? Because I can imagine being on coke when you're in grad school, you know. Like. Yeah, kind of, and that's actually why I started it. it I started in law school as a study aid. Oh, okay. Um, Nowadays it would be Adderall, right? Yeah, so. totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and so that so that was kind of that's when I kind of it just like planted the seed, and then and then that's when and then I went to treatment after that, and then right after I got done with treatment, I um got a master's another master's in law um oh really mm-hmm. now why did you get a master's in law if you Be- because I've, i'd been wor- i i thought i would go back into law and so i've been like not working for long enough for so long that i thought that that would kind of make bring me something current like you know yeah because if like, you have a big gap in your exactly. you know then people are going to be like mm, what's going on you exactly know? so i thought that you know i could do that you know and and so it, kind of get my brain you know dust the cobwebs out of my brain did you have any aspirations to uh teach or being in the judiciary because those are kind of from what i know like people getting masters in law like yeah uh it's not unlike journalism like a lot of people if you get a master's in journalism it's because you want to teach yeah no for me it was because it was strictly to get back in the well the master's was in um alternative dispute resolution because oh, i okay. thought i'm like because oh, i actually okay. decided i'm like oh, i have a law degree and i have that spiritual spiritual psychology degree and i, I you know i kind of thought about you know maybe trying to do something that somehow fuses them together and yeah. so i came up with that uh to kind of have just uh to do work that's you know like uh solution oriented as opposed to you know, advers- your usual adversarial legal yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so I, I did that at Pepperdine Law and then um, moved here right after and I got, and I took the bar exam in Michigan uh, and, um, and then started and then was working as a mediator and then, but I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't very happy with that and so I actually started to... Um, was it not what you thought it might would be? Yeah, or? yeah, I, it was, it was, it was based, it wasn't like what, it wasn't in my heart. Like mm-hmm. I, I was something that I tried to be pragmatic about. Like I was like, okay, well I have a law degree and, you know, and I have, the, you know, and I have this, so it would make sense for me to do this, but I wasn't, I don't know, to just... Yeah wasn't really um doing it for me and yeah. so but I, at the same time you still hadn't had this thing of like this is what i you know really want to do so you're kind of still reaching for things yeah it sounds like. and i think i also wanted to like i don't know to um to redeem myself to myself mm-hmm. like you know to to redeem myself uh, about you know sh- 
like showing myself like ending on a good note or like you know being like see i can do this you know did you feel like embarrassed or like did people ask you like coming back like what have you been up to or do you feel like i'm starting all over again or um not embarrassed uh kind of starting all over again Mm -hmm. and actually that that was and then that was a consideration because i thought to myself you know a lot of people who are like starting out are in their like early 20s you know and by that time i'm in my like late 30s i just and you know i was thinking and i'm not really like into this so i um so then i i started to so then i it was so then i kind of sat with myself and i'm like what do but what am i what like what would i like to do you know what would i like get stuff like just like get joy out of you yeah know? yeah and so uh i started to to um decide and i decided to transition into being like a uh like a life coach like oh, a okay. holistic coach um, like Hovich's dad, did you know that? Oh, I did not know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Michael Hovich's dad is a oh, life I'm coach. I'm gonna ask him about that. Yeah, he'll he'll love to talk about <laughs> it. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Yeah. Or you can listen to his episode of the podcast too. He talks oh, about sweet. it. Oh, Yeah, I will. <laughs> so you have like uh, like clients and stuff that you. So yeah. Then um, when I, so I was like kind of deciding to to change into that, and then that's when um, both my parents passed away. Oh, okay. Sorry. And thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind was of was it inha- within? It was within. Sounds like two months of each other. Oh wow. Yeah, it was gnarly. It was uh, it was that was a seriously that was like a terrible year. That was in 2013 when I actually started doing improv again here. Oh wow. Uh, it was interesting. Um, but yeah, no, that year was tough to say the least and then i inherited the um the family business the shipping uh, the shipping and the travel service mm-hmm. which was run in polish completely oh. and so like my polish knowledge up to that point was just kind of you know it was, it was a pretty uh conversational yeah but not business polish yeah so that was a whole new you know thing i you know learned a whole new uh you know way of speaking yeah new, new um, syntax basically and yeah and yeah exactly and then i uh and learned how to run a business i mean it was like nuts like now did your legal experience help in, in any respect in that i mean maybe you know i think i'll like that's never some i i i'm always gonna be glad that i have that yeah um but and i think yeah to some degree i did uh, but then I, so I, that I did that. Uh, and then after a few years I decided that I didn't want to do that because yeah. I think then, I think that maybe like that, that 2013 is when like the drinking kind of spiked, you know, mm-hmm. cause I just, uh, now had your parents talked about, we want you to like, you know, carry on the family business and stuff or they, that they wanted me to. Um, I have expressed that I didn't want to. Yeah. But they didn't. any of your siblings were they involved in the business? Um, not really. By okay. that time, my sister got married. Um, and she she had a uh, her first kid, so she mm-hmm. had her hands full. That so you took to see the Lego Movie. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Five out of five Batman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, so so then I ended up actually like last year selling that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you feel guilty selling it or no? No, I actually, um, just because I, I, I realized, like, I, I hated it, you know, like mm-hmm. it, was, yeah. it's, it, it was, it was sucking my soul. So, um, I just felt good that I was able to sell it and like the legacy remained there, you know? Yeah. And so, so it's still, it's, it's still, still going. It's still going. Did they and, change the name? Uh, nope. Okay. What's it called? Can you, can you say the oh, name? Oh yeah, right? it's a Amarpol. Amarpol? Yeah, okay. Like a, like a portmanteau of america and poland oh okay yeah. i like that now was it you know you said the the business sucked was it that you didn't like to do it or was it like was it because it says it was all in polish so like yeah. their clients are mostly 
it sounds like exclusively Polish or the clients were Polish. I didn't really deal with clients. I like kind of dealt more with like admin um, okay. stuff, but uh, it was just, it was so stressful because um, <laughs> like, you know, dealing with employees, dealing with accounting, dealing with uh, vendors. There's like, this seems like there's always a fire, like, you know, that you got to put out. A literal um, fire? Or no, 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 okay. no, no. Like, um, yeah, m- metaphorical. <laughs> All right. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I was just like, I, I, I had no genuine interest in the subject matter. So, yeah. you know, it was so stressful and like the stress was like, you know, so high. And then like at the end of the day, I had zero like joy or satisfaction out of it. Yeah. And so that I just like that at, once I like sat down and I was like, what am I doing? You know, like, like it was so disproportionate. I, you know, just realized, okay, I, I need to get out. Like, so in in the middle of all this, 2013, yeah. what led you back to improv? Yeah, so just ask some kind of like some kind of like inner nudge was like you know you should check. I was I was kind of bored. Um, had you thought like since you had taken that class in the early 2000s, yeah. had it like lingered in your mind like one day I want to do improv or no? Yeah, just... not at that time. Mm-hmm. And then when I first moved back here, I actually like as a as a hobby, I took up um, Krav Maga. Oh, you know they just opened one in Oak Park. That's something I've always Ooh, wanted to take. You should do it. Uh, but I'm afraid it? I'm gonna. It's do a it? Israeli uh, self Self-defense. defense system. They teach oh. the army. Yeah, you teach yeah. knife fighting stuff too. It's basically a very practical self defense system. It's not about like honor or anything. It's about getting the guy down to the ground and taking him out. Yeah, it's about like use. It's about like using you know the the direction of like you know whatever they're doing you know against. Oh, it's kind of like kind of like judo. Um, or Aikido, yeah. yeah but I've it's it's very, like I said, it's very practical. No, it's Aikido like, is not like Judo. Aikido oh. is the one where you don't fight back at all. I think, you use right? energy's, uh, an enemy's uh, power against them. Judo is more about uh, leverage, I think. Yeah. Anyway, Hip it's called bros. Valhalla. But I, I, like, I drive down uh, Coolidge and I look at it and That's I'm like, awesome. I should take it. You should. It was, I'm afraid it was I'm going to cool. die, though, somehow. Uh, well, they're going to break my arm. They're going to be too hard on me. I mean, I, I wouldn't go back, me personally, because I think, like, I, I like... I'd be susceptible. I don't know. Like, I think like it, there's a, I don't know. I think like one like opens themselves up to injury just cause like there's a lot of That's like, you know, I'm high, <laughs> high impact. Um, but at that time in my life, like, I guess, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, it, I feel like in the middle of a sparring match, you'll throw a drawer at somebody. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you never Did know. they teach drawer technique? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like cabinetry? I like, taught it. <laughs> uh, did you ever use it in real life? No. Okay. But I, th- I think that one thing about it is that w- if you know it, then I think you carry yourself differently. So maybe it's not like, you it... wouldn't be a target. Oh, I see. You know, as opposed to maybe someone who's not as, I don't know, confident. I would invite you. Good. Yeah. Awesome. But I, you know. And I've already gotten my money's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you took, you took Krav Maga. Yeah. And then took... that was over. Because it's not, it's not like belts, right? It's just you take the class and you're uh, done or there's no? There's levels. There are levels? Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I just, and I, I took that for like a year and a half. Okay. And then I stopped taking it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what well, just, you got? Because I started seeing one of the instructors. <laughs> 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 and then I stopped. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't, I don't know. And then I felt weird like showing up there. Like yeah. it wasn't anything like bad, you know, but I just felt weird. Well, how like, long did you date him for? Um, I don't know, like nine months, something like that. Uh, you know, I could see how that'd be awkward. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like dating someone you work with, you know? Totally. Yeah. 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 Except you have to fight them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Except you get to fight and them. Like, I, I could break your arm, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, okay. So then you were, you know. So then I was like, okay, I've got some free time. Uh, and then, yeah, then that's when the idea of, of coming back, of, of doing improv came to mind. And then I went in 2013 to, uh, and I actually, like, I looked up Go Comedy. For Where were you living at this time? I was in Birmingham. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've been in the same place that I've uh, been at since I moved back. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Um, and so, actually, like, even before that, I... I it it came up like since I moved back kind of yeah. here and there and then it, and then I just like did something about it in 2013 and then started their classes. Okay, I could have sworn I talked to you one time and you were talking about like buying a house or something. Yeah, or... I bought a house in May. Uh, my first house that I've ever bought. Uh, well, no, that's not true. So wait, you're not in the same place. No, it's I have not moved in there yet. Oh. I um I bought it in May and then I took it apart. Sorry if that was too accusatory. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, no, like, okay, no. Ahead, yeah. What is this with your gotcha journal- yeah, journalism? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was this? I was on a work call. I was on a work call today and I did the same thing. I'm like, I don't know why I did that. But. <laughs> no, <laughs> luckily he's my best friend. So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so I bought it and then um I wanted to update it, and so I took it apart and took the back off of it. And now, um, so it's just open. Yeah. Mm. No, no. Now it's not anymore. They okay. they built an extension in the back. Oh, okay. Ooh. I was gonna yeah. say we get cold in the winter. It's, yeah. It's not very secure. No, it was open for a while, but mm. then, uh, it, but there's no heat in it yet. Oh, okay. Actually, there. It is when open. is your projected moving date? It's, May. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So and it's, it's a also, year. Yeah, and it's also a part part investment because it's a it's a project that I'm. It's kind of like a trial basis that I'm seeing if this is something like if flipping houses oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. is a thing. And so, um, so this is kind of a one big experiment at the same time. Oh, so you're not you're open to flipping this house? Yeah, actually, that's the plan. I'm oh, it gonna is. I live there for a year or two for capital gains tax reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then hopefully flip it. I know a guy that would take great pictures of it when you want to sell it. Awesome. Yeah, he's a real estate photographer. Yeah, I do that. Is, I do that. Is it... Yeah, um, dude, me. we were talking about <laughs> you. Awesome! Oh my God, that's so great. <laughs> Look at how red Jim is getting now. Oh, like, he's genuinely angry. Like, John and I were obviously talking about Jim. We know a real... Wow, you were getting really red. <laughs> Are you angry or embarrassed, Jim? No, I'm both. <laughs> and Jim's like, I do that. You're like, yes, we're talking about you. <laughs> No, but Andy was looking at you guys like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this, this, yeah. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I missed this. I really missed this. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so uh, so the house, you lived in the same place, Birmingham. So you looked yeah. up uh, Go Comedy? or Yeah, yeah. So I, I uh, just yeah, d- kind of researched the improv um you know, what's, what's the scene, and then I got to go comedy, and you know that was kind of close-ish to me. Yeah. Um, and you know, close. Yeah, it's close. I'd say yeah, close. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. the ish. Yeah. I take back. I the thought ish. the same thing when you said that. I'm like, what's your what's your idea of distance? Like, yeah, it's like five and a half miles. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right down. We're but I didn't want to say anything because it would come off as accusatory. Okay. <laughs> now, now I'm sensitive about it. So, okay, go ahead, proceed. Um, if and, you want oh yeah, yeah no I want okay uh, and so so yeah so I started taking their I, I took their like intro program and then I took their advanced program um, and uh, like went through their whole curriculum and what uh, was it like compared to what you had gone through in LA uh, it was different because in LA it was just kind of an ongoing thing what do you mean ongoing? Like uh, there wasn't like a level. It's just, you know, you paid for X amount of classes, you know, per month. And then you would just come back month after month, you know? Oh, I see. So there was no, so, there wasn't a curriculum. Y- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, did you like the uh, the more structured environment of Go? 
I think so for being a beginner. Yeah. I like the idea of an ongoing curriculum, maybe for like more of a master's yeah, um, yeah. Uh, level. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so I like that. And uh, Now the question I'd like to ask, is there anybody in your original class that is still in improv today? Um, quite a few. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. There's Carrie Murphy. Okay. Uh, Carrie Sue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Pedersen. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, there is... She's in our class right now. Catherine Gonshore. She, um, she, she does... She's, uh, does she play um, bridge? She Does she play bridge? I don't know. Okay, never mind. But she, a, she's no. on, she's on uh, Resco Understudy now. Oh, okay. You've oh. seen her before. Have she, I? Okay. She, was on res, she was on Comedy Sports Minor League. Um, and, uh, and then, wait, there's also Dana... Um, Simonovich. Uh, that she, name, she that last name Go. is that last she's name is familiar. Pretty. I think I think I know her as well. She's very pretty, dark hair, mm-hmm. uh, brown hair. Okay. And I, I believe she's a voice actress too. I think that oh. uh, she does like some voices oh. for cartoons. Competition, take her out. <laughs> no, we gotta like yeah. No, okay. we gotta like oh, gotta help each together? other out. Do you? Yeah, we Do gotta you yeah, raise each other up. Okay. Not knock guess. each other down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tony. Yeah, yeah. empowerment. Blah, blah, blah. They have like uh, voice battles. There's um John Kane also. Oh yeah. Uh, from that, we've uh, taken John and I have class. taken class with John. And so really, there's actually only like two people that I can think of from that class, and I hope I'm remembering everyone. Wow, it's usually the opposite. Usually, there's yeah. like maybe one or two people yeah. that survive. So you were uh, you were like in a heavy hitters uh, yeah. kind of class, you know, like one a good draft year, as they say. Yes. So, that was a good but draft year. what did it mean to you? I guess like was it just something you were doing, or like despite because you know you said you're. You know, your parents were ill and stuff. So what what did improv mean to you during that time? I mean, at that time, it was just kind of like a a comic relief, like literally. Like that was the that was like one of the only things that I would that I made myself do that year, that crazy year that was like for me. Yeah. Um, Well, that and actually like that was part of my like, quote unquote, self-care that and like massages. (laughs) I went and got massages on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. And those are like, I I swear to God, those are the the two things that kept me sane. Did you ever think of quitting improv during that time? Because I mean, to be understandable, because there was a lot of stuff going on or. Yeah, no, no. Like I said, that was like something that I like for some reason, like like forced myself to do not like but not like i don't know not like forced like you know no, I, I was bummed but like that was just but, one thing i protected yeah. you know i didn't there's a lot of times like you know i would try to cut corners in my schedule to fit more stuff into the day but that was the one thing that was you know kind of sacred yeah um and so so i uh yeah so that yeah no i did not think so you kind of talked about doing improv for comic relief mm-hmm. uh but at some point i would imagine that changed because you know like knowing your background and how you continue to this yeah. day. When did that change for you? When did you become more serious about it? I don't know if that's even the term yeah. to use. But. I think it was it was it was when I made launch group because okay. um, the, when I went out for launch group, the 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 only reason I went out, I didn't even really think like I, I wasn't even going out because I, I I thought I to about getting on. Like yeah. the only I just I just remember like seeing uh, a uh, interview with. Um, uh, gosh, what was the actor's name? He he died. He was a red hair. Great uh, Seymour Hoffman. No, oh, so, Seymour so, Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. I no. think like he was like he died right around then. And and I remember he was talking about your, your craft. And he's like, you know, you should do your craft every chance you get, even if it's going on an edition that you have like you know little chance of getting it. He's like, that's just one more opportunity to to you know to practice your craft when you during the audition. So I was like, yeah, Philip. 
you know yeah yeah <laughs> and, and did and, you say his name like <laughs> no okay <laughs> <laughs> maybe I know. Uh, no I, I don't think so okay and, and i like how you put this much thought into it but anyway go ahead <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so yeah so i just went out for the for the launch group just for 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 kicks and giggles and and then i got in yeah so i was like uh, so yeah, so then you know that we did that. Um, what was that experience like being on the launch cast? It was it was great. Yeah, it was it was interesting because it was like you know doing improv regularly, you know, for a year. Yeah. Um, no, it was a great growing experience and learning experience. Who was your coach through that? Yeah, Joe Hingleberg. Oh, oh, I didn't realize he was your coach. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, because like I said, that's when we started improv, the four of us. So right around that time. Uh, uh oh yeah okay so, so like in 2014. Uh yeah, God, yeah, yeah. that's right. crazy. The summer so of 2014. Ago. So summer of 2014. Yeah. <laughs> now we're old, old salts in this game. We leave so. improv one and go down to the old Go Comedy Theater and just watch Drop the Fist all yep. the live DTF. long days. <laughs> so when by this time were you done with classes when you were on the launch? No, cast? I was still I was still like going through the curriculum. I was in advanced at that level. Okay. Um, and then. And then I think I finished classes during lunch while I was still like uh, our launch group was the launch group of the, you know, yeah at the time. And then uh, after that, I did the sketch program. Oh, so you were actually not because I was going to say you were you've been in a, in a bunch of the cast. Have you been in all of them? Like it feels like I've it. been like, in almost all of them. I just haven't been in the last one. Yeah. But other than that, I have um, been part of all of them, whether as an actor or a writer. Yeah. So what yeah. was the what was the, and you're in the sketch writing program now at the Ant. So mm-hmm. what was the sketch writing program at Go like for you? Um, well, it was uh, you know obviously different from improv. Uh, it was it was great. It was, Had you done writing before? I mean, obviously with really. law, but like creative yeah. writing. Um, no, not creative writing. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> like your sketches are very opinionated yeah. and <laughs> law based. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like Brown versus Board of Education, but with penguins, huh? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. Uh, so what was that? Yeah. Did you feel like like really out of your depth, or what kind no, of? No, I liked it a lot actually. Like I, I, I think I, parts of me liked it more than improv because, mm. uh, you know, with sketch you can go back, you can rewrite. Improv was I think good for me because I like I, I tend to be a perfectionist, so yeah. like to just go out there and just do it, and and that's gonna have to be it. You yeah. know, it was like kind of a a. a, a, a a big learning curve for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the exact good. same way. I think if yeah. you feel like you are a perfectionist, that is like the best thing to just go out there and, you know. Not be able to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, suck, to suck, <laughs> you know. You know? Yeah. That gets to another thing we're talking about is auditioning. Like I said, it seems yeah. like, you know, we talk a lot about to people, well, two things. We're approaching our last class kind of ever. Jim and I have talked about it a little bit and kind of a fear is that, well, we see people that, you know, are in classes, they're involved, they're there, and then classes end and they just like drop out the face of the earth and they're they're done with improv. And mm-hmm. I think, and I've talked to other people too that kind of have that fear of like, you know, oh man, What's, I hope. What, well, yeah. the, well, there's some people you can tell that's their goal is to get through the classes and then never do it again. Yeah. yeah. So, but there's other people here talking about, oh yeah, I'm going to do improv and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then they just don't, you know. So is that something you worried about? And you, because you seem to have dealt with it very well and maybe you've kind of like alluded to it because you were saying about, you know, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman, may he rest in peace, mm-hmm. that, uh, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> no, you were supposed to laugh at that. Anyway, <laughs> that's called a double laugh, guys. Okay, it's not called that. But anyway, I'm going to stop this. It is now. Yeah. You know, like doing your craft any chance you get, is that kind of what drove you? Or how did you stay involved? Or did you stay involved right away? Or was there like a period after you're done with classes and drop the fist that you're like, mm, I'm not doing anything? Well, after, after drop the fist was over, uh, I took a little break. Yeah, because I was at some point, at, like at a certain point, I was, you know, either whether it was like shows or classes, like doing improv related stuff, like three or t- four times a week. Yeah, and so you know, like after like a year of that or more, like I did just, I don't know, I just kind of got burnt yeah. out. We like totally understand because we were doing yeah. like two years of that basically. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, there you go. And and so then I took, I kind of like, you know, I, I did kind of step away from it, but then how I, long I was that? It. Would you say a little bit? Uh, a few months like okay maybe, maybe the summer i took this okay off. but then i like missed it you know and yeah. then i think then i think that was the uh the detroit uh improv festival and then i was like oh i really miss it you know like yeah that was like a nice booster shot of it uh so then yeah i got back into it there's another there's a couple more times where i've kind of like eased off of it but i feel like now i'm um i'm back baby yeah (laughs) so what are your tips for auditioning because like i said that's Mm -hmm. pretty impressive feat that you've been on almost every you know like a ton of uh sketch show stuff you're in a sketch show at planet ant right Uh yeah and then you've been in other stuff as well in addition to that is there something you do in auditions or a a way you approach it that you can share yeah um i think a big a big help for me and uh in auditioning was when i was the writer of the sketch show when I was among the writers of the sketch show, I go and we were the auditioners yeah. for the cast. Mm-hmm. So it was super helpful for me to see other people come in and be, um, you know, and see what cho- what worked, see what didn't work, and then to be able to like, you know, uh, take that on, take that in. Yeah. And and I think the biggest thing I realized is to make uh, like. Uh, solid, cho- like bold choices. Okay. And not to, and you know, and even if it's, you know, so if, when you get the the sides um, before an audition, uh, not to just go in and just read them, you know. Yeah. Uh, but but to just make some choice, any choice. It might not be the choice that the you know the writer, director, auditioner has in mind, but at least but at least they see that you know, yeah, that you're willing to go there yeah and then you're not bland exactly you know it's interesting you say that because i would say we had the exact same experience for our schedule like auditioning people and i think a lot of us saw like oh i this is how i screwed up my previous audition you know what i mean (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that the people we chose really committed you know to the part and went out there and uh that was like the the major difference so it's interesting to hear you had the exact same experience now how do you deal with it when you don't because you said that you auditioned for resco uh this year and you didn't make it. Yeah. How do you deal with that besides like cursing and yeah, no, you hexing know what? people? And... Fortunately, like these days, um, I take things like much better. I, I think I have yeah. a much better. No drawer throwing. Yeah, or... I don't throw drawer. I don't okay. throw drawers anymore. Yeah. I was bummed. Uh, I was yeah, but but with the Resco thing. But I wasn't surprised because my that that callback that I had just I didn't bring it you know yeah. especially in comparison to the other people who did you know so I was like I don't blame them you know I was not expecting a callback I was hoping for one but I wasn't expecting one. so is that a thing too because I I don't know I'm not I haven't done a ton of auditions but when I do I feel like I mean I've had auditions where I was like oh this is bad you know what I mean yeah. but a lot of times I just don't know I'm like I feel like I did good but do you like do you tend to know right away where like I killed this or I didn't like have you ever been surprised where like you didn't get a callback and you're like huh what what else can I do um, yeah, no, that's happened. 
and and yeah, no. In that case, I I just I, I just ended up being confused, <laughs> and, and you know, and <laughs> life goes on. <laughs> you know, it was. Um, You're supposed to have all the answers, Andy. Come on. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, no. It was. Uh, it was just. The, the, I think the latest thing I auditioned for, and I thought that I had. I thought I had a solid audition. I I thought I had a solid callback. Yeah. And. Um, and, uh, it, yeah, and so, so, and I, you know, I didn't get on, and, and I, I, I was just kind of like, oh, I, I was wondering, and I thought about maybe approaching, like, some people I know that were part of the um, pickers, <laughs> uh, you know, just yeah. not, not to be like, what the hell, not at all, but yeah. just to be like, you know, what else could I have done, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to maybe to get any, like, constructive feedback. Yeah. Um, and then I know sometimes, you know, just from you know, when I lived in LA and like, you know, a bunch of my friends were in that industry. Like sometimes, I mean, it's just not, it, sometimes it's just not a good fit, you know? And yeah. Well, like as uh, Mike McGettigan puts it is our requisite Mike McGettigan reference. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he told me when I went for my first audition, he's like, well, no, it was one of, he's like, you know, if you don't make it, it's not necessarily that you are bad or you did something wrong. It's just, you're not what they're looking for. Yeah. Right now you're, how did you get in? You're doing like voiceover stuff. Yeah. So I got, speaking of Mike McGettigan, yeah. he asked me to come on uh, and do a project with, Erie Canal uh, Theater. Uh, they do podcasts uh, for a improvised uh, storyline that they have um, out now called Laughageddon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did a couple of roles for that. I was a Russian stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. and uh, I was, uh, and then I was um, a character living in New York in the '80s. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then uh, we just recently recorded another one that's. Um, called The Fallen. Um, I think, wait, did we just talk about that earlier? Off mic. Uh, It was written by Joel Gray, directed by Mike McGettigan, um, and yeah, done by Erie Canal Theater, and it's like the first scripted thing they've done. Yeah, yeah. And I play uh, an 1860s uh, Irish-American immigrant. Can you give us some of that? Uh, Give us a taste. uh, Sure, I can give you a taste of my my voice in that particular uh, podcast that we recorded. We're driving uh, through the Appalachians and uh, we get attacked by question mark, question mark, question mark. What is it? Oh. I need to get the show. Scottish people, that's my guess. Yeah. Well, the, the Scottish people roll their arms more. <laughs> no, it's very good. Oh, thank you. How you doing? Yeah. Um, to myself. So what... what well, I've yet to be invited on this podcast. Jim is the accent, accent master. Yeah, yeah. Are you? you Jim's like an expert at accents. Oh, I love accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you'll love Jim's <laughs> accents. I mean, oh, you know. Oh, he's turning red again. Uh, <laughs> Jim, uh, you've gotten more blushy since I left, you know? Jim, I know. how yeah. does a Swedish supervillain sound? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And they... Uh, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> you had it. You had it. No, no. <laughs> it's like an alternate reality. You don't know what country. It's really all like Pangea. It's like all nations like merged into one you accent. You just like drive over, like you fly over Europe with a dragnet of all the countries. Yeah, let's let's put it this way. During the sketch writing uh, class, Jim would read like his characters in different accents, and at one point, Miguel told him that he was not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he told me that I had to think specifically of where they were from before I could do it. That's true. That's and then if Jim told him, he'd be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There was a lot of... Uh, it, it was great. But uh, 
So what is that experience like having to like improvise like into a microphone as opposed to like, you know, kind of being not having the, the tools of like physicality or. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you kind of still do because you can kind of, you know, you act it out. Yeah. Uh, you, so you're definitely not just like standing still. Uh, but it was just cool for me to, to do because it was just a new, I don't know, like medium or you know, I don't yeah. know, new. Uh, How do you like it yeah. compared to like, well, let's say like of like voice work, uh, improv and uh writing what do you think is the one that speaks i'm not going to say your favorite but what speaks to you the most um i don't you know i just like the idea of all three and you know being able to kind of bop you know between them yeah um, bop among them Mm -hmm. um i like your usage of bop (laughs) bop around yeah um and uh yeah so i just like yeah so it's nice to be able to just like you know going back and forth between long form and short form is Mm -hmm. kind of fun so you're not just kind of sick of one yeah yeah, it's nice for the for the uh, writing um, and the the uh, audio, you know the voice acting stuff. Yeah, that uh, you can just wear whatever. <laughs> you can do it in your PJs if you want. <laughs> Have you done that? No. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, you know, I totally forgot the Teen Beauty. I teased to it, so the Teen Beauty pageant. Yes, thing. Miss Teen Michigan. So, how did you get involved in the pageant game? My mom signed me up, and she was just like, "Hey, by the way, <laughs> how old are you? Like, what? Uh, like, well, obviously, you're a teenager. Mid-teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was. She was just like, I think. I think like uh, the, uh, she lived vicariously through me on a lot of levels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so yeah, she would just be like, "Oh, by the way, you're going to be in Miss Troy this weekend, you know, or you know." Oh, so it starts <laughs> out. That's the the entry level is the the city. The city. Okay. Yeah, and then from the city, I went to the state level. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, so you had no, had no pageant experience before. Mm-mm. Did you hire a pageant coach? No. Oh, okay. Um, and that was like interesting, you know, cause that's why, and that's why I just crashed and burned, I'm sure in the nationals. Cause. Oh yeah. So you, were you, were you on TV then? Like, no. Oh, they didn't have was, it on TV then. Yeah. Okay. Um, but did you have to learn like a choreographed dance and stuff with like all yeah, 50 girls? And, yeah. Oh, okay. It was in Fort Lauderdale. The nationals were, oh. um, and, uh, yeah, and, and I was, like, so out of my depth because, like, you know, there, there was everyone there was with, like, a pageant coach and, you know, there was just certain ways of doing things that I had no idea of. Yeah. Well, did you make it to the final or whatever? I did not. Like, they picked 10 girls at the beginning? Not, not in not in the national team oh, okay. one. I did in Miss, in Miss Michigan. Now, did your family come down to watch you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was just like, just go do this. Okay, I thought your mom might. So did you get like scholarship money at least? I did. Oh, you did? Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I got scholarship money. Um, I got a... What was your platform? A fur coat. A fur coat? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Do you still have the was fur coat? Was it a Diedrich? Uh, no, Dietrich. Yeah. yeah. D. Remember that song? Dietrich for yeah. for the Dietrich family. I just watched that commercial the other day. Really? The horse riding through. Yeah, the yeah they had it on Conan. Uh, Slow motion. I just. Uh, it was on Conan. Yeah, when they interviewed Sam, oh. he talked about that commercial and Conan oh. played it for the national audience. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw the second episode of Detroit Detroiters, and they made fun of the the, the old DOC commercials with. Uh, <laughs> You know, like uh, Richard, whatever his name was. He used to own the eyeglass company in the 80s. Remember, he would like dance around in his commercials. <laughs> so they made fun that. of that. Yeah, they made fun of it in uh, Detroit. I just so. watched the first episode that the first episode today. Yeah, I didn't so know the second it's one, a so. great show. Yeah, I watched mm-hmm. it on the Comedy Central app. Check it out. I saw, They're a, great. I saw a billboard in Livonia or Westland. And I was mm. like, wow, yeah. they made it. Yeah. So, do you still have the fur coat? I forgot if I asked you that or not. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you should wear it to like an improv show. To everything. It's probably too small now. 
Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm saying. If I, <laughs> no, I'm saying like if I got something when I was 14. <laughs> I got something when I was 14, it would be too small now. I believe it'll still fit, Andy. No problem. No problem at all. Jim is turning red for the third time on this podcast. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, another thing is... Uh, you know what I want to learn about? Yeah. Comedy sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're one of the yes. few people we talk to that does comedy uh-huh. sports. How did you get involved with them? So that was, uh, you know, they were uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, they did auditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- well, they, they've they been in Detroit for, I think, like four years now Okay. So. Where did they move to? Where are they now? They moved from Nine Mile to um, Woodward Heights. And I don't know the exact address, but it's uh, just west of Hilton mm-hmm. on oh, the okay. south side of the oh, street. Oh, so it's still pretty near. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. They were, okay. Um, so they had auditions and... So, yeah. So they, they were... I mean, they were already... Uh, I think they started in Detroit about, like I said, four years ago or so. Yeah. And then about a year and a half ago, they were like auditioning to add to the cast. And so I auditioned and I got into their um, minor league level, they're called okay. it. So their understudy. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, I was in that for about uh, three quarters of a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... It went on hiatus last summer, and so but then they came out. They came back off hiatus uh, in the fall, and that's when they like me and a couple of others, including Audra. Jantz, Shout out, Audra Jantz. Uh, uh, they asked to come on. You Jacqueline. do want to say your name like that, don't you? I do. The, I do the same thing. Jacqueline's in it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Jacqueline. Jacqueline's been a, a main stager for a while. She actually also refs, referees it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so yeah, so they brought me. So re, so right when they came back from a hiatus, uh, they they brought me up onto uh, the main stage, and then I've been doing that. So for Ooh. the last, um, then we started like in December, uh, playing again mm. in the new space. How is the new space? It's good. It's uh, it's the old one was, uh, I think, too big. Um, uh, it's it's a little bit of a smaller stage, so that took like just a little bit of getting used to, you know. But it's just a matter of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just getting used to it. What is it like doing short form, like the comedy? Because you also can't swear. Are you a big swearer in your regular improv? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, so so that's not that huge of a problem for me. I actually. I like that uh, limitation because I feel a lot of times people cheat in comedy by going blue, by going for the dick or the poop joke for a cheap laugh. Yeah. And so I think like you just have to like kind of, you I don't know, it's like... Well, harder. a lot of like comedy clubs, I don't know if they do it around here, but like when I was in Seattle and stuff, they you weren't allowed to swear if you were doing an open mic because mm. they felt it was just like people would just fall, you know, defer to that too quickly. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I, I could see that. And uh, so, yeah, so it's, it's kind of uh, interesting to, to have to watch that. How do you like short form versus long form? You know, at first I liked short form better. Okay. Uh, and uh, and I, I still, I think I feel stronger in it just because I think my scene work is um, lacking. However, yeah. hopefully uh, this summer that's going to, somewhat changed i'm doing the uh i'm so excited i'm doing the five-week concentrated uh improv uh course at io in chicago oh awesome oh, cool yeah cool. so yeah. it's i'm so excited about it yeah I'm, I, that makes me i guess an improv nerd because it's like five weeks five days of week 
11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Whoa. Oh, where are you going to stay? Uh, I'm going to sublet a place. I'm going to oh. take my dog. Uh, get Take my dog. What kind of dog do you have? I have a pit boxer mix. Oh. And he's the love of my life. What's his name? Cola. 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 Yeah. That's a good dog name. Well, How you know, I named it because of the coca-cola <laughs> but then i Wait, how long have you had this dog uh i've had him he's like he's a he's ten and a half oh okay but um but he's but he's super sprightly and young so oh, okay yeah uh, and so he, um, but he is the color of Coca-Cola. So like I figured, I, I, yeah, I've been yeah. able to, to explain it away that way. Yeah. Yeah. Any white, <laughs> any white streaks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but he's Brindle. He does have stripes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to take the dog too. Oh, uh-huh. that's interesting. I didn't realize that they had a, like a five week. Yeah. Cause I've heard of people going like back and forth, like they'll like go for like a week. Like it's uh, every day of one week. Uh, one. Yeah. Or one week. Yeah. Ones. Second yeah. city has Steve one week ones. Yeah, Second okay. city has one week ones. And at first I thought about that, but then I realized that. That, um second city uh is very uh like sketch to improv oriented or no probably it's sorry to, other way yeah, improv yeah, to yeah. sketch that's sorry. like basically the the process they yeah call it, like and the so and stuff is based on that yeah and so i just wanted to just straight up like focus on um long form and that's what io does uh so i'm going to yeah to do that yeah that's awesome and, and uh, i'm very excited about it so you've been knighted yes <laughs> is it damed or yeah are you uh-huh. a dame i'm a dame damed? okay yes so uh, how did you become a dame? So uh, this is through England? No, it's through Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Oh, even better. I looked over at Jim yeah, when I said with Sweden. With his accent. <laughs> yeah, because of that. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. You made up for it, Jim. And you're turning red again. What is going on with you, Jim? Not even. Right? He's turning a little red. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the more you talk about it, Tony, the more it's going to happen. Yeah. Just, it was the effort of bringing forth that perfect accent. I was getting into a character, a Swedish. Does uh, it just wor- does it just character? work yeah. on white people? He was like, trying to what? Like Andy, why are you turning so red? Me? Yeah. I don't know. See, she's not turning red. Well, your your theory is wrong, Heather. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, how did you come to become a uh, a dame of Sweden? So, um, my dear friend. Uh, John, who actually passed away this year. Oh, um, it's, I don't know, huge, huge, huge sadness for me. Yeah. Um, he, but anyway, so like I've known him since um, since I lived in California. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is, um, he's a, he's a knight. <laughs> he, uh, and um, he just won. And recently, like we, we kind of like, you know, we're the kind of friends. Like, oh, we'll talk, you know, sometimes there's, or, you know, some, a lot of time will go by. But then like last year, um, or a little over a year ago, we like, you know, kind of like crossed paths again and, uh, we're talking often. And then one day he was just like, you know, I'm at this level where I can like bring in someone else to get knighted. Do you want to be knighted? <laughs> and the kind of, and my retort was, fuck yeah, I want to yeah. be knighted. <laughs> That's hilarious. So yeah. you, there's like, no, nothing you have to do. They, just no, like you have to know somebody. Oh, okay. no, like they did a background check. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so what has to come up on the background check? Yeah, right. I don't you know. know I mean, like probably something, uh, anti-Swedish. Criminal. Yeah, you know, like anti-Swedish, anti-Swedish yeah. activities. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so yeah, and I didn't have any of those. So when? So when did this happen? What year? So then last year, okay. uh, it was in April. Um, I went and uh, I actually went and visited some friends of mine in England, some friends that I knew from Michigan State who moved to San Francisco, yeah. and then now we're in England. Mm-hmm. And then I... Uh, um, and then, yeah, we went to Sweden and there was like a knighting ceremony. I had this like gown on and I was like, the, the knighting was done by a baron. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. I met like real princes. Yeah. Who's the, it's I so forgot. Cool. That's the first time I ever met royalty. 
Wow. So did you? Did they put the sword on? They did human? not use the oh, sword. Oh, they don't no, they use just, the sword. They just um, they pinned like one of those uh, medals. Like Hand of the King in Game of Thrones? Um, uh, no, that's a brooch. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, no. This has like the, the, the gross grain ribbon with the... Oh, um, okay. So like, like a military thing. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It looks more like that. So what are, what are the privileges afforded to you as a... Uh, are you nobility? I don't know. I think you are, if, right? I think. If you fill out like a form, do you get to put like dame... In front of your name, yeah. I should. So in in I'm not in America, and that's more of a, I think of a, an American thing because like um, I was reading like Bill Gates is yeah. knighted, but he's not allowed to like use that in I think America. You mean by Sweden he's knighted? No, he's knighted by England. Well, in England, if if you're a non uh, British person, uh-huh. you can't be a sir. It's called like a I think honorary. A, yeah, like that's, it's a, that's it's a what it is. Order of the British, like OBE, I think. Uh-huh. But if you're from like if you're if you are English yeah. or uh, from the UK, you do get like so they have like Sir Elton John, right, you know, or like, like Joan Collins, yeah, or Dame Judy Je- uh, Dench. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah, it's that. Like if since I'm not a Swedish national, I can't. It's an honorary for me. Yeah. But when I'm in Sweden, I can use it. Where oh. in Sweden did you go to? Uh, Stockholm. Oh, okay. It was. Awesome. First yeah. time I've ever been there. Oh, so cool. So you don't ever like refer to yourself as Dame on like stationary or anything? Um, no. But when I was in Europe uh, and I was driving a train, I was riding a train. Oh, wait, go back. <laughs> Sounds like someone. Are you a secret engineer? <laughs> you have secret privileges that you're not allowed to talk about, like driving a train? Hmm. Yeah, I can oust a train conductor at any time. Wow. I knew it. <laughs> just commandeer anything. Uh, yeah, no, so, so uh, like you're allowed to, you know, you can pick a, a prefix and uh, I picked yeah. Dame. But uh, but no, I have not used it in official capacity. It's like the Would you royal. mind? If Wait, you in, the, in the improv community, if we started addressing you as Dame Andy or Dame Maziars, would you mind that or? Um, Think carefully. This is a serious question. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. And is you it know, appropriate you, to say Dame Andy or does it have to be Dame Maziars? Um, I think Dame Andy because they I say think, Dame yeah. Judy or Sir Elton, right? Yeah, yeah I guess that's. What true. were the other options? It's... You said you could choose. Um, Did you say you could choose? I don't think so. Okay, I heard that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you know, you can make that a credit. That would really, you would really stand out. Oh, like on oh, my yeah. resume? Yeah, like you know, like someone on the Laugh Again and podcast, Dame Andy Mazio. Yeah, yeah. be like wow. full name, middle name, also with the yeah. spelling that's off. Oh, Dame Andy it's Michelle Maziars. With Dame. With Dame Andy Michelle, no, Dame Andy oh, Maziar's Esquire, it's Dame Dame. I'm Dame Dame. <laughs> yeah. Or your your initials would be Dams. Well. Or Dam. No, da- if, if I had Esquire at the end, it's Dame. What's Esquire? Oh, yeah. uh, attorney. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I didn't even know that. It's a yeah. magazine, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> attorney magazine? Yep. It's a magazine for attorneys. <laughs> Yep. No, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me, Dame. Dame Andy. Always calling me out, Dame you Andy. You can't sneak anything past Dame Andy. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, what about the future? You know, kind of like a theme that we've talked about, you know, through our conversation is like, it, it, it seems like you're finally, for the first time in your life in the past couple of years, starting to do the things that you just want to do. Yeah, and live like healthy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so and it seems I feel like a lot like of I've your gotten life... a late start. Yeah. So, yeah. what are your goals for the future? Like, what do you, you know, I don't know, have you found the thing? Is improv the thing that you want to do with your life or acting or entertainment? Or are you, are you still looking or does I'm it still, even matter? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm still. Kind of a little bit of both. Like, I mean, I'm still kind of uh, just 
ma- a matter of like fine tuning my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, at the same time, and at this point, it's like something that I'm, you know, that I'm super into. So I'm gonna continue doing it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wish I had a better answer. But no, yeah, for now, I'm, for now, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on, on sticking with it. And, um, and yeah, just, you know, constantly and, uh, just, yeah, fine tuning myself. Okay. <laughs> no, I think that's a great answer. And really thank you for being so open and honest about it and, you yeah. know, sharing your life with us. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, I was a little nervous about that coming up, but then I'm like, you know what? It's me. It's my, it's part of my story. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, I just, so I was kind of excited to like, you know, I don't know, share myself. Like that. And yeah. also, you know, there's been already a couple of times where, uh, you know, because I've shared that, people have approached me about, um, like, you know, maybe their situation yeah. or, uh, you know, to kind of uh, give them input. Uh, so that, that's that been very cool to me. My, um, the, that addictions therapist that I saw in LA, she, um, she asked if she could write about me in her um, book. Mm. And, um, and I said, yeah. So, like, when you say, like, my recovery has been textbook, it's yeah. literally been textbook because she's a USC professor oh, wow. of addiction. Um, she's going to use the picture from that rat video. Yeah. <laughs> no, the names, the names have been changed oh, to protect okay. the animus, in, in, innocent. But, uh, but, I was, but at that time, I was like, yeah, go ahead, because if it would help somebody, please do, you know? Yeah, well, hopefully this helps somebody. Yeah. You know? But anyway, once again, yeah. thank you. Let's give thanks, it up for uh, Dame Andy, <laughs> person who greases the cartwheel, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> now we move on to the non-Andy centric portion of the show. Andy fades to the back line, but she's still a part Wait of the crew. Wait a minute, what's her name? Uh, Dame Andy. <laughs> Thank fades you. Fades to the back Dame. line, and she's still a part. And is welcome to take part in any discussions to follow. But it's been a while, so I thought we'll check in with the members of the group. So. Uh, well, I'm not even going to say Heather's feeling. Let's just no, do a check let's in. just do group updates. Group updates. Group okay. updates. Group updates. Uh, so, Heather. Yes. When last we left you, we were at Friendsgiving. Yes. Uh, and, well, we were all at Friendsgiving, not Andy. Yeah. You're invited to the do next one. Do I get one. to come? Yeah, now you do. Okay. And you were starting, you're, well, you had started, but you were starting a new social working job. Yes. Or at Build-A-Bear. Um, Build-A-Bear. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Unnamed. Unnamed. And so, how? What's the update? What's going on? Um. So I still work there. Mm-hmm. Um. I have my own clients now. Mm-hmm. I have like fifty clients. Damn. Um. But I'm gonna get up to s- around sixty. So how often do you have to see each client? I have to see everyone once a month. Oh, okay. That's so it's not, not. It's not too bad. Yeah. But, two a day. Um, two a day. That's what I was thinking. Um. But. I, well, I'm supposed to, um, I can see people more than once a month. That's like the minimum. Mm. Um, but it, it, I'm supposed to see, at, spend at least like three and a half hours of each day meeting with people. So it's a little difficult mm. sometimes because people don't show up or they don't want to talk to me for that long. But I'm really um, enjoying it. Um it's been a lot of work and a lot of things to learn, but um, I really enjoy my coworkers and my boss is the nicest 
boss I've ever had. Wow. So that's much different than my Yeah, your last job, you, last for people job. that don't remember, you despised your boss. Mm-hmm. I, I Spread still do. terrible rumors about him. Yeah. I, I have said <laughs> not one untrue thing about that man. He was the worst. Jim is but, convinced that he was a good guy. But he wasn't. Yeah. Do you um, still stay in contact with the law office people? Yeah, I actually went up there the other day. Oh, you did? Um, Oh, did yeah. you go to? He invited you, which to was a Christmas nice thing. Party. Yeah. yeah. So did you go? I did go, and it was nice. And then I was up there the other day. I picked up my W two, mm. um, and chatted. And he wasn't there. I didn't have to see him, so okay. that was great. Did you know he wasn't there? I didn't know oh, if he okay. was going to be there or not. Um, but yeah, my new job is so good. I've made the right life decision, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I'm really enjoying working with a lot of my young adults clients because mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the population that i'm interested in working with have you worked improv into any of your interactions with the clients do you mention that to them that hey i do improv um i don't know if i've told any of my clients that i do improv my co-workers have you told them about the no. podcast um no oh. because i'm anonymous that's true so they'll never ever hopefully ever ever know about this they're potential subscribers that's yeah. all i'm saying uh, it's just like inappropriate boundaries, Jim. Yeah. What they do out of work hours is their business. It is. I think it's inappropriate for anyone to listen to this podcast. So. Well, <laughs> I well, just... Except for the Dame Andy episode, of course. That's... I'm <laughs> I mean, glad you brought that up, Tony. I really like Dame Andy. I like saying Dame Andy a lot. Oh, cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. just saying, Heather, maybe you could have it playing in your office and then... I don't you know, have an have office, Jim. At your cubicle, <laughs> at your desk. She, you just, she just shot down your whole argument, Jim. She doesn't have an office. I'm <laughs> just sorry. Just get one of those portable Bluetooth speakers put it and on the, blast it. Put it on the it's PA system. It's not office appropriate most of the time, so... No. Are you still living across the street from your grandma and your parents? I still live across the street from my family, um... I cleaned my house, you guys. Wow, without your mom's help. I cleaned my house. Wait, is that That's a yes not or answering no? the question? There are different <laughs> degrees of clean. Did you do the bulk yeah. of the cleaning upping? I did a lot of it. She helped <laughs> me. Listen. Are you sure you're not a lawyer now, Heather? <laughs> Listen, me and my mom worked together to do some things at my house. Okay. But some things are like things I needed help with. Like I finally hung pictures up on the wall after living there for two years okay so i had to have like her help me do that you can't do that by yourself it's difficult yeah i don't know yeah i I, I, I did listen i'm very short i'm very we didn't use nails we used the little sticky things i feel good about life um i quit improv i know yeah that's something i wanted to bring up we were sad to see so we were in while i was gone actually uh, mm, yep. I guess everything just fell apart in the middle of Without class. You, it was midway just, through a class too. Yeah, yeah, it was near the end. I just so of advanced three. You, so really, though, yeah. why? What? What led you to that? I'm sad to say that because we kind of started this journey. We did start this journey together. Well, we yeah. didn't. You guys started it together, yeah. and I joined you later. Right. But uh, for the second class, I'm but, trying to think. What's like a movie where like one of the best friend dies right near the end? You know, uh, <laughs> beer fest. Yeah, it's like beer fest, Heather. Well, or are you that just yeah? No, people die. Choke on the people die. Lord of, people die in Lord of the Rings. I mean, you die and stand by well, me. Stand by me. You're like the kid no, who they, gets stung by I a bee. See a dead body. I haven't oh. seen. I haven't it's close. seen any of these close movies, movies. By the way, what? I haven't seen any of those. You haven't movies. seen Lord of the Rings either. No. Okay. I anyway, you're like the yeah Frodo's friend. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I I just got to the point where I wasn't excited to go to class. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, more like, uh, I have class tonight. And I don't want to feel that way about improv because it's been something 
that you know has been something very enjoyable yeah. and something that i used to look forward to like that was the best part of the week and then it got feeling the opposite of that and i didn't want to i didn't want it to feel that way mm-hmm. and I, as much as i wanted to like finish the class out with you guys like i wasn't happy and i wasn't really having fun um and you know i just had started this new job and i was kind of tired like i still kind of am like even though like i i really like my new job it's so new and so different than what i had been doing for so long that i just like i'm using my brain a lot more i feel like than i <laughs> yeah. used to cuz i did i did the no, same I job for that. so long sure, that i did sure. not i have to think about it yeah. like i would go to work after staying up all night and like yeah. heavily drinking and yeah. like i hop until mm-hmm. 3 yeah, yeah. and i could just function because i didn't have to think about what i was doing yeah um but now it that's different and i care a lot about this job um and you're engaged yeah, yeah. and so you're engaged congratulations why did you tell me and yet. you didn't tell us that i'm really hurt wow were you even invited you weren't even gonna tell us last ones to know can we stand up at your wedding i don't think it'll be allowed in jim Listen, you guys, I have thought I'm not the kind of person that thinks about their wedding. Yeah, you do. You told us before. Yeah. All you the talk, time. You talk, no, what are you no, talking about? No. You write you about said, it no. weekly and you said, you said, guys, journal. I don't want a traditional wedding. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I, no. <laughs> All right, just keep going. You know, like someone that has a Pinterest board about like colors and like shit that's going to be on the table and like, you know, a lot of girls, um, like have this vision yeah. plan for their wedding and I would never thought about like that. Okay. Just that All I right. didn't want like that big thing. But Okay. I thought I thought about it. Oh. Right. Yeah. Oh, so now you are thinking about it. Well I thought about it. Are you on Pinterest it. now? I, I looked at some things on Pinterest. <laughs> oh, 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 what, is ha- oh. what is happening to yeah. my life? Yeah, well, I don't know. Well this uh, the, You're this getting was, the call. Calling. I, I'm. You're like, adulting. Yeah. yeah. TikTok. You're nesting. <laughs> I am. A little, I cleaned my house, you guys. Yeah. So. Oh, you wow. also your cat. You lost your oh, cat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pearl. 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 It seems like a while ago now. Pearl, that was while I was gone. Pearl also. died on November 30th. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And it was very sad. She was yeah. a good cat. She was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her. I loved her very much. She was my first like real pet. Yeah. I feel like um, that's when you stopped how, going to improv. It was it was yeah. like right after that because I You just wanted to I, sit at home in your underwear, you said. Instead I, of going to class. And watch Netflix. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. just what I wanted to do for a while, so that's so what I did. With Pearl, did you ha- did she have to be put down or did you find no, her she expired? Died. I watched her die. You watched her die? Yeah. <laughs> what is that what do you mean? Well, sh- I can't like I had taken her to the emergency vet, yeah. um, like the night before, and because she, she had health, some health issues yeah. um, that were like unresolved, mm-hmm. so um, they gave her some. They said she needed a blood transfusion, but I I couldn't do that. So, yeah. Um, well, not by yourself. Well, no. You I should ask your mom afford, after you hung the photos. That. Yeah. Um, but they gave her some pills. And then I went to work the next day. And then when I came home, um, I was looking for her because I, you know, she was sick. And um, I found her inside my couch. 
Oh, she was hiding like animals yeah. do? Yeah. Mm. Um, so like I I pulled her out of there. Her little body was just real limp, but she was still alive. Yeah. But I knew that like she was actively dying. Yeah. Um so I called my mom and she came over and then it was like she was dying. So she died. So did you bury her or cremate her or um, take her to I the I had her cremated. I took her to back to the um the emergency vet and they had her cremated. And I did not get her ashes back. Oh, you didn't? Well, it costs expensive. Yeah, it just oh, really? costs so much more. And then what do you do more. with that? So they'll just cremate right. it and like, keep the well, ashes? I, yeah, I had to, still had to pay for that. They do like a group cremation. They, yeah, they do oh. a group cremation. It's like four or $500 to get a pet cremated and really? get the ashes back. For a cat, know. I think it was like $270 or something if I wanted the ashes back. Wow. Um, and it was like $90 for the group cremation. But I just opened up a care credit account the night before to pay for the emergency vet bill that was like $800. Oh, my God. So. I, but I need like, to get what pet you, insurance for boss. Yeah. So, but. um. Well, that must have been really But they tough. made her yeah. like, they did a little paw print, like a little ink paw print, and then like a little like, not it wasn't clay, but kind of like a imprint. Do you? Th- well, first of all, I'm very sorry because I know Thank that's you. tough to lose a pet. It was sad. Lose a pet. And we all met Pearl and knew her, and we thought. I mean, I, I thought she, she liked was, me. Yeah, she, she seemed, was. She seemed nice when we Surprisingly pleasant when you guys came over. Yeah, she loved us. Yeah, she loved John because he fed her bacon. That's true. Time. John has the. He's the most animal. Uh, Adept among all of us, I think. I think it's true. Decide I don't need. Them. I feel like I've adopted two cats recently. Oh yeah, I've for, seen those. Cats. I've seen them. They're very cute. So mm-hmm. let's. I guess that's. Uh, that's what's up with Heather. Yeah. Again, condolences and congratulations all at once. Thank you. Uh, and Jim, speaking of like, uh, we'll transition to Jim. Okay. Jim is now living with a former guest on the podcast. Yep. But in in a roommate situation platonic yeah 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 yeah. roommate uh you know my lease is up in two months so it's not gonna be much longer so there's three of them all living together but uh ellen uh stackowitz who was on uh, the podcast is i think she did we talk about that she was gonna take andy's spot Uh, i don't think it was i don't think that was happening back then oh okay happening back then because it's only recently like the last month yeah so how has it been living with a fellow improviser not named andy ah fine yeah, Andy Gatens, we should clarify. Oh, okay. Not Andy Manzi. Oh, he's in my writing class. Oh, okay. And oh, Jim is surprised he didn't know this. Or did you? I feel like I could have figured it out. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so how, because your last roommate was obsessed with cats. Like she had a, I felt an unhealthy obsession with her cat. Not with all cats, bit. with one cat. Yeah, with one cat. So Ellen has two. She seems like a normal amount of obsession with her cat. She takes yeah. a lot of photos on Instagram. Yep. Uh, and comparing them, I think, to members of the Who, or that's her Who cover band. She, it's it's all tied. I think they're named up. after, yeah. Yeah. So, how do you like the cats, Jim? I get along with you know animals. Yeah. Even the the last roommate who was obsessed with her cat, I got along with her cat. Yeah. Do you yeah. play with the cats? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. And then does Ellen know that you play with the cats, or do you act like cool and distant I when she's around? I act super cool yeah, all it. the time. Yeah. Okay. I act. Like, Jim likes to be mysterious. I and act a little like bit removed. I don't love them. Yeah. The cats. <laughs> and then you like Whatever. pick them up and spin them around in the air. Yeah. So uh, how would you rate Ellen uh, as a roommate on level of one to ten? Andy's ten. Andy's being the best roommate, and one Andy being the obsessed cat girl. If I had to live with 10 Andes, yeah. <laughs> that's a Heather argument. Yeah. 
Uh, no, she's good. She's not there a lot. So So is that a plus or a minus in your book? It's a plus. Okay. I mean... So what's the number? How many Andes? Seven. Seven Andes? And okay. Seven and a half Andes. Seven and a half. That's really high. Wow. I, I think Ellen should be proud of that. And you don't talk about improv at all? With Ellen? Yeah. No, she's really into stand-up. So. Do you talk about stand-up uh, a lot? A little bit. You have a CISO subscription. Does she use your CISO subscription? I don't have a CISO subscription. Who told you that? I thought you did. No, I don't. Did Andy have one? Andy has one. Maybe. Ah, that's what it is. Now you're just stealing CISO content. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. I'm an internet pirate. I just <gasps> oh. don't tell anyone, but I just, uh, yeah. It's punishable by law. Yeah, they're, they're turning up the... They're going to come and shoot <laughs> you. So Delete that. As, Censor it out. Okay, cu- I'll cut it out. I'll leave it in. Uh, so as we said before, you as you angrily stated, you were a real estate photographer, even mm-hmm. though... Like, you're... Like, <laughs> You're a pilot that like shoots down his wingman. That's what you are, you know. Well, someone's gotta get home. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thank God you're never in the military. Um, so how's that going? Uh, it's going good. Real estate market's picking up. Yeah, you know, when, yeah, springtime definitely. So you're not doing any because yeah. you had your real estate license. You're not doing any of that anymore. You're just uh, just straight straight photography. Or are you still yeah. working deals? Uh, no, just straight photography. Okay. I mean, I might, yeah. I like the photography. The The real estate stuff's okay. Mm. But, you know, it's like you could string something along for a couple of months and then it totally bail. Oh, yeah. You know, the last second. So so I like the photography a lot. Okay. Anything else you want to add or that you're up to? How do you um, feel about class ending? Oh, classes. Yeah, classes are over pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but you've gone through this before because you went through the Ant series and then... Actually, John and I did too, but... This is really going to be the end. So we're all, I'm a little nervous. Oh, uh, can, yeah. can I chime in? Yes, actually, Dame Andy, you can chime in anytime you want. Dame Andy. <laughs> we brought this up, but we, I didn't um, finish talking about it. Like you were talking about like when you get to the end of the courses, you know, what, yeah. what then? And um, I actually, uh, in, like we're, uh, in getting a troop together to then get coached. Oh, mm-hmm. Jim has um, talked about that. And, yeah. and so I think that that might be a, a good, uh, you know, option to do because yeah. then you can uh, still, you know, get uh, instruct instruction and, you know, kind of uh, uh, get, and then get up to play. You know, there's a lot of places that, you know, you can, um, I didn't ask get you, stage time yeah, I didn't ask you, Damien, are you in any troops right now? Uh, yeah. So this, this troop that I'm uh, just as recently formed, uh, it's, it's called Dude Trance, uh, but that might be a working name. Okay. Uh, and, uh, Who's in it? And, Dude uh, Trance. Uh, uh, Amy Oprian, Jenny Haddo, uh, Helena Matt, oh, okay. uh, Shannon Moon, and... Um, oh, gosh, I hope that's all that I'm not forgetting someone. <laughs> um, Don't tell them to listen to this episode if you think of them. Yeah, no, but I think I got everyone. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Do you have like, have you agreed on a form or anything? Have you have no, you performed we, together? You we haven't even just met once, oh, okay. and we performed at Snow Day. Oh, uh, okay. For the first time ever, and then we met for once um, with uh, Julia, uh, who's gonna coach us. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That's a good. That's a great idea, Dame. Uh, yeah. Good. Okay. Cool. Is it cool as I, I just say Dame? Or sure. Maybe Dame Andy. That's more fun. It is yeah. a good idea. That well, reminds sweet me. Dame. I think I've probably tried talking about it a couple times, but to hire a coach to do like a process. Yeah. You know, to improvise and write a script mm. in order to put together a show because there's yeah. tons of coaches who want to do that. Yeah. I mean, there's Dave Davies who's doing that by himself right now. Yeah. You know, because he foreshadowing. Wants to. So. Um, 
Yeah, so that's definitely an option. And then I've been making videos, too. Yeah, we were in a video where you can Which, see. When are you going to make that clip public, Jim? I can make it public. You should. You know what yeah. we should do? Make it public when this episode releases and yeah. we'll link it on... Uh, put it on Reddit? No, put it no, on our Facebook, Facebook page. <laughs> oh, okay. You are not fi- you are firing on half cylinders today, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Well, Reddit has you, got more viewers. Yeah, true, but you're the most rusty. But I'd say we'll premiere it here and then link it to Reddit. It's me. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever done. It's like, I just had this idea when we we're shooting. Have you seen the clip? We'll show it to you after the podcast. So. I just had the idea to slide well, backwards on my stairs, like head first down my stairs. Like, I, <laughs> it's it's a long, it's it's not worth going into here, but just watch yeah. the clip on I want to, I think I'll send it into America's Funniest Home Videos. Do they still have that show? <laughs> I think so. I think it's called Tosh.0 oh now. We'll have to split the money. I never signed a release. Just, uh, just putting it out there. Tony, you, you was, weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't. But... I was, I opened at the Amp for the first time ever. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. With uh, Nate Hudson and John. John Nate, Miller and Nate Hudson. Uh-huh, How was John, that? Oh, cool. Um, it was really fun, and I'm glad I did it. And we were actually the last like regular troupe to open at the, the original Ant. Oh, that's space. not true because... Yeah, they have um, Saturday shows. No, because uh, Shrag did it. After I'm sorry, Heather. So I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, you know, ultimate. Getting your yeah. clothes. Yeah. We, oh, were the very first, good. we were the first one of the new year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You'll always That's have good. that. That's good. That's good. You know, sometimes That's getting good. your claws in history, it's it's hard to get a purchase. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. But that, I'm glad I did that. And even though I quit improv class, I still want to do He's good. improv stuff. Oh, good. Well, oh, so. I'm glad to hear that. You're yeah. here. You're here, aren't you? Yeah. John. Tony. What's going on with you? Uh, you know, What's up, John? Are you still in like your secret job that you can talk about? I'm still in my mystery job, even though you revealed it to our entire class like two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a mystery to the public audience. Okay, because that's not recorded in class. Okay, very. That's fair. So, other than your secret job uh, that you can't talk about, how is life uh, living with the Gatons? Or what? What is their new name? Lagrasso well, Gatons. Lagrasso Gatons. Well, that's pretty good. But let me go into something about my job because I had a guy quit. Okay. For the past. Four weeks, three weeks, I've just been working 70 hours a week. Wow. And it was really tiring. Does that make you flashback to your early law days, Dame Andy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, those are pretty normal hours. What was it like working 70? Well, you did that at Jimmy John's, didn't you? Uh, at Jimmy John's, I worked like 110. Do you get overtime? 110 hours? Not at Jimmy John's. No, no, like, but I mean, do you get overtime at the oh, yeah. full-time job? jobs? Plus, that's yeah. almost three full-time jobs. Yeah. It is. Wow. Yeah, it was, that's I hate 20 hours a day. Seven days a week. A lot of times, yeah. Just sleep in the store so you get an extra hour of sleep. Are you serious? All the time. Oh, my God. It's okay. They didn't give me any bonuses. Oh, there you go. Oh. But you got to meet Jimmy John, though. That's a bonus. Jimmy John was actually a cool guy. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a jerk, but he's like a cool jerk. Yeah. That's a song, isn't it? It's an old song. Cool jerk. I think cool that's jerk, a right? flavor of Dorito. No, no, a, I'm going to put the song in here. I think it's a here. Go-Go's song, maybe. <laughs> Is it? Well, we're, I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm going to put it in right cool at this segment jerk. here. Yeah. Dun, 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 <laughs> cool jerk. I feel like it's more like a Motown Oh, a Cool song. Whip song. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, what that sound, that's what that sounded like to me. Did it? Cool Whip. Cool whip. I don't know. Well, you know what? Now I'm going to lay in the Cool Whip song. I'm going to do the Cool Jerk song. Yep. Then I'm going to put the Cool Whip song. Okay. Um, so you like the job and I heard you might be getting a raise. Uh, that is something that has been hinted at, but prom- not mm. officially. A promotion forward. or a raise? 
just a raise. I don't need a promotion. Yeah. I just need more money. Yeah, because promotion would entail more responsibility. Exactly. Who wants that? Remember, the farther you go, the farther you get away from the thing that you loved in the first place. Mm-hmm. Boss, and if I could say what boss I told do me that. for a living, that line would have been even better. I know, but we'll <laughs> never know. We'll never. Maybe when you when you quit the job, you can talk about it, right? Yeah. Okay. So one day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless they keep giving me raises. What if this is the rest of your life job, though? That'd be interesting. Like you retire from this job. If the money's good enough, whatever. Yeah. Great, but we can't talk about it. So this is just one big tease. You'll find out later, Dame Andy. Cool. We'll tell you about it. Yeah. Okay. So John, do you have a fact of the week, uh, or you have anything else that's going on with you? Uh, I kind of hate Hondas because the oh, radio yeah. is too cheap. So you're leasing a Honda, right? Oh yeah. And then the front fell off your radio. It didn't fall. I was tapped it kind of hard, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, this was okay, the day of the Lagrasso Gaten's wedding, okay. and I was there. In Correspondent the Heather Anonymous on the scene. What's your I report, Heather? I was in the car with John, and he had just picked me up from my house, and he was trying to get the GPS thing to work so we could drive downtown to the reception, and it just wasn't working, so he tapped it very hard. I've also been witness his to this. finger. So imagine if and someone it, tapped you so hard it could bruise you. Like a bully pushes you in the chest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it, you know and what? It I've tapped like a, my phone harder than that and it didn't break. Well, like a poke? Yeah. Like a yeah. My fingertip like, cracked you know, like, the screen. Mm. Well, and it was more, it was like a yeah, and like Heather's like, vigorously thrusting her finger. Yeah, I could yeah. never. You know I that movie Kill Bill where finger. she does that one inch punch thing? With oh, yeah, the five uh, finger death punch or whatever. That, like, That's exactly what it was, it Heather. Was, well, John, listen, it was kind of like that. <laughs> I mean, can you take in their observations and alter your own, or do you stand by your statement? Uh, I mean, I tapped it kind of hard, but. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's an alteration. This that's is a, a car that's it made, made to be in crashes and everything else and it just but that's on the outside of a car not the inside tony when you're in a collision things fly around yeah but either way maybe it's not meant to survive a collision i know that's like the least every part of the car should be designed to survive as much intact as possible no 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 a car is sacrificial body damage exactly saves your life a a car is designed to like Preserve the life inside. That's the body damage that mm. does all the shock absorption. No, but it's structural. Anyway, I don't know why we're getting into this. But <laughs> the radio isn't like a structural component. Well, so it's not a load-bearing radi- radio? The screen doesn't work, right? Wrong. So oh. the important question is, is this covered under your lease? No. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Did you go and say, couldn't yeah. you just say, hey, the front of my radio fell off? Uh, I'm going to have to wait two years with it beeping constantly and then fix it before I turn it in. What do you why mean beeping you just fix it now? Yeah. Be- it's a break again. It's a piece of shit. Mm, no, okay. only if you punch it with your yeah. finger again. How do you punch with a finger? Well, you, John, you have a lot of Do you of know strength. what the definition of a punch is, Heather? Yeah, but this is like a modified, like, oh, one finger punch. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh like punch. a poke. Bruce Lee. So it's like a poke. Yeah, but yeah. It, you can poke a hole through drywall if you poke hard enough. John definitely could do that. You've done that. You b- put sure holes in drywall like in your house, right? Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've you say like, just, sure, I, I've never I had done that. anger issues. <laughs> I've just stumbled into a wall and put a hole in it. Okay. So that's what I mean. You're the strongest among just us. Don't, just don't let your anger I just won't you, touch John. it ever. But how are you going to deal with the beeping? 
Don't they have a nerf option? I feel like, like it's going to no. make him angry eventually. I feel like he's angry. makes me angry every single day, Heather, but I have to put up with it. Oh, I just worry about your anger. Now, so do you recommend leasing Hondas to anybody in the future? No. Okay. Well, so the honeymoon is over. Don't ever lease a Honda because they use inferior radios manufactured by Mitsubishi. This is something true from John. It's the fact of the week. John, do you have a fact of the week? Uh, well, I don't know if you remember this, Tony, but we alluded to a fact of the week earlier. About Pollock? Yeah. All right. Now we get to find out. If it's derogatory or not. Let's all look at Dame Andy as John reads this. Because she might have been unknowingly using a a slur for her people her her whole life. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe we should take... uh, That's my bet. What do you think, Tony? I feel like it is a derogatory because I seem to remember like some story a couple years ago about somebody using Pollock in a headline and getting in trouble for it. So... Hmm. I think it might depend on the context sometimes, but also if you are one, you can use the word, right? Yeah, that's true. But like, I, it could be like Jew. You know what I mean? Like Jew, you could say someone's a mm-hmm. Jew, and that's fine. But you could also be like Jew. It could also be a pejorative. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to say I think it's considered derogatory because I think it's funnier. I think it became <laughs> derogatory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from wikipedia.org, in contemporary English, it is an ethnic slur. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but contemporary. Yeah, uh, but that means now. Yeah, but that's what I said. Is that but it is an slur. English loanword of Polak, which has a different spelling, and that is just like a male Polish person. Yeah, Polak. Yeah, but it the primary definition is of a slur, an ethnic uh, slur. Oh. Also, a feminine. Polish person is a polka. polka. Yep. Oh, like the song? Yeah. Polka, like music? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. So the how do you polka. feel, Dame Andy, knowing now that your entire life you've been using kind of a slur without knowing it? Um, do you care? No. <laughs> <laughs> will you continue to use Polak? I, I, forgive, I lovingly forgive myself. Okay. <laughs> um, will I continue to use Polak? I don't know. Maybe I'll just say Pol. Take the word I'll back. I'll probably say Pol. Yeah. Take yeah. the power out of it. But it's, oh, okay. It's contemporary. You know, it's not like it was invented to be a slur. I mean, I think like if you say dumb Polak, <laughs> that's a slur. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess... I, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like calm down, Andy. Game Andy. I mean, but, uh, it's getting I guess, a little ugly in here. <laughs> no, but I guess yeah, I'll just switch to poll. Okay. Just to, yeah. Racism is complicated, but if you try hard, you can always find a way to be racist. That's my advice to all of you. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also the argument that if you just avoid the words, you can still be racist. You just don't use the words. I so it's like intention, who's, it's right? Like the intent behind it. Yeah. So if you just stay clear of the words, that. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I that's true. So. I know a lot of racists. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, that about wraps it up. Once again, thanks to our guest, uh, Dame Andy, Michelle with one L, Maziars. Thank you so much for having me. This was yeah. so awesome. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you for being on. You were great. Uh, catch her uh, in a couple months in the sketch show. 
uh, when her class uh, puts on a show, we'll see her the fruit of her writing loins. Uh, <laughs> I knew I should have said that. But anyway, she'll be back uh, to give a review of the intensive. Unless it was terrible, oh, then yes. you'll never hear about it again. But I think oh, it's going to be a good experience. Know, yeah. But yeah, I'm planning on it being awesome. Yeah. So, you know, like, uh, it's glad to be, it's good to be back. Thanks for sticking with us if you're still subscribed. Uh, I mean, it's been two months, but... Uh, it is good to be back. I'm glad to see all of you guys again, especially you, Heather, I because, you yeah, so much, I hadn't Tony. seen, I've Aww. been seeing John and Jim um, because of class, but I hadn't seen you, so it's great to see you. And I'm, I know Boss was very happy to see all of you guys. So, Yay, love boss. you, Boss. For the wizard, Jim Harper, the warrior, John Yar, and the maiden true, Heather Anonymous, I'm your host, Tony Augusti, saying, play us out, Jim. After Improv, it's a podcast show. I'm Batman. Okay, I'm Batman. Okay. Heather, you My parents are dead. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Batman's. Yeah. No, I think he was supposed to be Batman in that. Oh. <laughs> That's my Batman impersonation. <laughs> Look, now Andy's face is getting oh, red. Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh,